Evening, everybody. That's right. Welcome to What's On Your Mind. It's been a busy, busy week. Really, it's just been a busy beginning of this week. Land the last week wasn't all that busy. But here we are talking about it all the same. The Honcho is back with us live from Bend, Oregon. Uh, uh, parts unknown, as it's better <laughs> better uh, referred to. And, of course, Rack Time Rob. Uh, we'll be right back with you to discuss all this fun stuff once you get done listening to our kick-ass theme song. Be back. everybody it's tuesday night it's 905 thank you for staying with us after the end of wcw thunder welcome to what's on joe mind we are a fan cast throughout the world of gi joe uh, you spent all afternoon monkeying around with the rest now sit down and listen to the best i'm your host mike irizarry uh joining me after his uh, two weeks off in uh in in the the old country exploring the continent it's the honcho, Mark Weber. That's right. Man, oh, man, I had a good time hitting Rome and Greece and a bunch of islands in the middle. And what makes a successful vacation for El Honcho? No sunburn. I mean, that's a win. Big time. That's an upset. I know y'all had money on the other way. But <laughs> I mean, I if, on... if you had stayed home, all the Canadian smoke would have covered, would have <laughs> right protected you from the sun's rays so you were going out on a bit of a limb there it was a good time to get out of town while our america's hat was on fire so right. appreciate that <laughs> uh and uh yeah and now i'm back in, i'm in god's country back home in bend oregon uh two shows so i'll try to dress it up maybe i'll throw some lava bear stuff on the wall next time it is a little sparse in the I mean, uh, it's okay it's 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 your home but it's not where you live so yeah, I, I don't. I don't have a lot of say in what goes on here anymore. But I clean those gutters. Let me tell you, because uh, <laughs> you know, not not going to sell sell out Mama Bear. But I'm 49, right? So my mom probably shouldn't be up on ladders anymore. So that's what yeah. I'm doing this week. Stuff up high. So. No stairs are dicey. So ladders are absolutely not. Yeah. The, no real stairs, but a couple of steps up and down in this house. So. We'll see. Nobody's falling. So behind you is is that a is that a full vertical blind or is it the slats? Right. No, it's if I if I it's it's sliding doors. To the okay. Closet. This right. was my room. When, this is my my room when I was a kid, and to my left is where I installed shelves. Like I think I had seven shelves long, like eight feet long, maybe ten inches deep, stained a dark brown. And that's where I had all my Joes laid up like a toy store in the, you know, in the earliest years before we got to like five or six years in when I could have pretty much everything up there and the planes hanging from Molly bolts in the ceiling. And it was pretty, pretty slick, uh, uh, Joe cave back in the day. 
Yeah, we would not have been allowed to do that with the the air, aircraft. That would have been put put right down. That would have been a no no. Mrs. I was not down with that sort of that sort <laughs> of furnishing. Molly bolts with with fishing line, right? I'm sure that's probably what most people do. It looked good, right? Right. Had that's a sky that. striker and a night raven and a rattler and a conquest up there, and they were on loops, so I could take them down if I wanted to. That's well, yeah, cool. you can't. You're not just going to hang them up and leave them up. No, huh? I needed them when I would do the war in the family room every right. six weeks or so. Different and set that's of still, down there. That's still the life goal, man. Sooner or later, I'm cracking them all out, and we're going to have the war to settle the score out in the family room. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, truly, we, we don't so much uh, outgrow our obsessions. We just We just get bigger and hairier about them. Yeah, absolutely. And they get better funded. <laughs> at time. I mean, it ebbs and flows, right? Depending right, on what's right, going right. on. But... Right. We'll we'll give you lots of chance to to go off about about that. You know, the, the time you've missed mm. um, later on in the show, Mark. But in the bottom row tonight, he is a, a man with a with a recaptured show forthwith. Uh, Eventually. Hi. You, I I would ask what you were up to, but I know that's been nothing. <laughs> yeah, I should eventually start working in something. So I'm, you know, not completely out of practice by the time August rolls around. Are you still basking in the I have all this summer in front of me time, or are you starting to see it creeping up over the horizon? It, that that starts happening about July 4th. Okay. So the fire the fireworks are essentially the warning. <laughs> it's, it's the silver it's the surfer. Pistol, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that Galactus is coming. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fair hey, Mark, in regards to your war, Josiah Alcorn is asking, uh, do Tombstone and Jungle Viper get invited to the war? That's something I'll have to figure out because before it was all, I mean, it was all three and three quarter, right? So, right. With, well, I mean, like Tombstone is not, uh, he is not a classified figure. So, yeah, yeah. I'm just wondering if those four inch Joes fit in. I, I, I think. It'll probably be something like that, right? Guys that never existed in three and three quarter, they're in somewhere. Maybe they're all on a hydrofoil together so they fit in size wise. Because those guys were a little bit bigger. Right. Yeah. So it's it's one of the fun things we can debate in Eternal G.I. Joe. That's a league where we take all the greatest Joes throughout history and mm -hmm. put them in anyways. It's gonna be fantastic. I can't wait to run those boxers after the game. <laughs> or after the show. <laughs> That was, a little, man, that was a little inside internal or a little inside internal baseball with about 40 games to go in the regular season. The program started to glitch and every night I would get one to three box scores that didn't populate. Uh -oh. So I would post up 13 box scores for 26 teams. And then for six teams, I would say, hey, sorry, there was a glitch. And when I asked uh, the guys who make the software, who've been really good, uh, DKSports.com free plug, uh, they were like, yeah, just run the new patch and it'll be fine. And I'm like, hmm, I'm running a public league that the patch is probably going to fix, but there's, who knows, a 5-10% chance it's going to torpedo the whole thing. So I had to run games individually for the last 40 games of the regular season just to ensure they had box scores. And I would do that 
after the show got over on Tuesday nights at 11 p.m. So Tuesday nights, not so much Tuesday nights, but Wednesday mornings kind of suck <laughs> since I don't know March. So yeah. now that I've now that Turtle Baseball is in the postseason or past the postseason award season, that's great. I'm out here on the Pacific Time Zone where sports is so much better. Oh my God. Yeah, well, it's all, Go ahead. It's all over by what, 9 p.m., right? Dude, Sunday, my fantasy team got wrecked because I didn't realize East Coast baseball games had first pitch at 10 a.m. out here. <laughs> so come about lunchtime, I'm like, ah, she was in the starting lineups. Oh, hell. <laughs> <Oops>. <laughs> But man, there ain't oh, man. nothing. There ain't nothing like a good NFL Sunday on West Coast time, where the first game is at 10 a.m. and the afternoon games are at 1 p.m. and Sunday night football starts at five, and you're done by 8 p.m. and you've still got evening left. Right? Yeah. That's that is superior in every way to yeah. what we normally deal with out east. <laughs> Uh, Viper Scout, uh, with today's secret words, I'm sure you're glad no news broke right before the show. It'll just break during. Right. I mean, that's right. that's the whole thing. That's Yojo June in a nutshell. As soon as we saw this year that they did, um, this, they'd scheduled everything for Wednesday instead of Tuesday. Like last last year for Yojo June, everything was on Tuesday. Then we would come on do shows on Friday, right? So it was mm-hmm. lots of time to let things digest, and we could sit. We ruminate a little bit, have a plan of attack. This year, no, show's on Tuesday. Everything is lined up for Wednesday, which means it's all leaking out Tuesday night. Yeah. Um, and so I, I knew once once that schedule was released, I was in for a terrible, terrible Yojo June experience. Uh, because, you know, the, the rest of my staff, uh, Mark, Joe Colton, and Rob, all technically garbage. Right. You know, not, not to say, as hosts, you're wonderful. As as uh, as folks who help with uh, with social media, I get a, I get some from Mark, um, mm. and you know, and, and nothing from Joe. And and Rob doesn't even know what Facebook is. Um, well, I know what it is. I just choose not to participate. So, yeah, yeah Rob's pretty me. much Rob's pretty much Instagram and OnlyFans, and that's it. Right. <laughs> Instagram loyal. Uh, Instagram has failed me today. Like I had a bunch of bunch of stuff ready to go on Instagram, and none of it published when it was supposed to. Which is the first time Instagram has been the one that's 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 totally chunked up about it. But um, yeah, it's just it's been it's been a month, and specifically today has been a day. Uh, but you know, speaking of which, I don't want to waste too much time in the pre-show here because uh, we do have a, a good amount of stuff to talk about, and we. Got some stuff to let Mark catch up on. Some, you know, we we why why have a former head of marketing for GI Joe on your show if you're not going to let him talk about GI Joe, right? I mean, I'm a former a lot of things. I need to I need to wear it like fruit salad on my chest. Right, I, right? I hear you. Like one of these days, you and I we're gonna have to make up T-shirts with all of our former jobs. Right, cross <laughs> like, out. The difference is yours will probably be better than mine, but my list might be longer. I collect GI Joes, a little bit of Transformers, and uh, former job titles. So, right. uh, Jake Rose says, "Sorry, he's late." Uh, Batman the animated series went long. Yeah, but we get that. <laughs> we totally get that. That's why we. That's why we start at nine oh five. 
And so we can get that last couple of minutes of BTAS in there. And um, yeah, uh, Diana notes that I think Meta Business crapped out. It, it at least Meta. I can't get anything to work in Meta Business. I can't get anything to work in Instagram proper. It's all just, it's, ugh. it is the worst. They're busy making terrible commercials. Right. Right. Or, or that one for WhatsApp with the whole, with the carrier pigeons. Mm. Mm, anyways. Oh, uh, first up on the docket, as usual, uh, what do you say we, we get into community calendar? Hey, Mark, pick a number between one and eight. Uh, seven. Community calendar. Four or five. Yeah! She knows. I'm so my brother. I'm your host, Mike Irizarry. It's the one with the chicken nugget. <laughs> is, jo- is, is Joe in that at all? No, she's she's replaced by the chicken nugget. So that's all right. We'll have to get re- we'll have to retire that one when she gets back. Oh no, no, that's oh no, that's, you can't replace that one. It's got the C nug. Yeah, that's the one with the C nug, man. Not, so she's there in spirit. That, not that Joe's ego couldn't take being removed from an intro, but she's been replaced by a bouncing chicken nugget. Is, Look, man, it, it's nugget. better than it's better than having her a being stalked by a giant Ricondo. Mm, yeah, <laughs> or 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 b um, a picture, you know, the picture of her foot. Yeah. <laughs> Last Fair thing enough. we need is Joe Colton turning up on WikiFeet, right? But we know that <laughs> at the end of the day, I'm responsible for that, and I'm going to have to live <laughs> with it, and probably probably like buy lunch every time I'm in town to visit Joe Colton. For yeah. the rest of my life. And the Chaos Baby. And the Chaos Baby. And yeah. Ma- Mango Habanero. Mm-hmm, the Chaos Baby. <laughs> Little Mango, who's three and a half weeks old. I, I imagine if uh, mom's jeans passed on, that she's up to, she could finish a full six inch sub on her own by this point. <laughs> <laughs> and Wes is looking forward to sleeping again at some point. Well, apparently, if, if you've been keeping up with Facebook, and I, I forgive you because you've been in Europe if you haven't, mm. but apparently Wes is the one that can get the baby to sleep. I saw, I think I saw a post where he said, hey, I'm playing some Mass Effect 3 with my little buddy, and she was just like out on his, I think he was slouched, and she was laying on his stomach. Right. Because if I say laying on the belly, it makes it sound like he's just standing up and has this big goiter that the baby can use as a shelf. And, <laughs> We know that's not true. So, <laughs> anyhow, uh, Anna Davis notes that they have Facebook in Europe. I I, I know they do. It's called El Faso Buco. But <laughs> Mark Mark had stuff to do. Is the, yeah. more of that he was he was he was taking uh, his wife and two teenagers across mm-hmm. Europe. So it's it's not so much that Facebook isn't here for them. It's that he's not there mm-hmm. for it. And I had very. You know what else I Europe also has. Ooh, what. Roaming charges. So. Uh, yeah, that's right. And I had limited connectivity because I was on a boat. I'm on a boat. <laughs> oh, cruise ship internet. That's like, what, $100 a minute? Something like we, that. I, I'm not paying for any of that, but once in a while we'd get close enough to a town that I could get out on the on the uh, veranda, basically, and like hold the phone out over the ocean. Right. That's he, a good he, idea. Leaning on the other side of the rail, trying to get yeah. a bar. 
Hey, man, it was Turtle Baseball playoff time. Somebody's got to upload that stuff. <laughs> Actually, uh, kudos to my buddy, uh, Roto, uh, because he did almost all. I did, I, I did the work, gave it to him, he made sure it got uploaded, and it was slick. But um, anyhow, uh, Christian McKelvey, Mark did discuss avoiding the sun at the beginning of the show. Just catch the beginning mm -hmm. uh, when we're done here. It'll, he'll give you the whole story. Here's the, the, short, the short version, yeah, SPF 912. Looks like motor <laughs> oil coming out. When when you drink enough at night that you're asleep the entire day, that's that's how you get that. Anyway. Yeah, for me, I have to wear so much sunscreen that if I didn't get burned, at the end of the day, I just feel like a glazed donut. It's just gross. I just come walking in with with the arms out to the side and the legs spread because I don't want any of me to touch me. There's like napkins and debris from the yeah. air stuck to you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't. If I cross my arms, I don't know if they'll unlatch. Like you're, so you're not actually moving your legs. The wind is just pushing you along the deck because you're, you're greasy. Yeah. When we got it, when we got to the foot of the Parthenon in Athens, and the Parthenon is up on a gigantic hill because that's where you build your big temple. I'm like, yeah, that's great. Let's get me closer to the sun. What a great <laughs> idea this is. Uh, Christopher McKelvey asks, jelly filled, and I would no. say, I hope, I'd hope so. He's on vacation. No. Uh, Michael Dean no. Fleming has a serious question for the honcho uh, from a fellow pale-skinned redhead. Which sunscreen do you use? I think I was mainly I was using there's a copper tone. I think it's SPF 50 in all honesty. And it looks like a deodorant. It's yellow. And you actually roll it up like a deodorant stick and then you just paint. Right. And that was that was what got me through. So and I wore a hat most days. Um, but yeah, I got through it without a burn. I was pretty impressed, pretty proud of myself. Was it a normal ball cap or do you have one of those cool wide brim dad hats? Right. No, it's just my ASU cat. But I wore it to be an idiot American, like I'm the first one to think of it. I wore a big Nike shirt up to the Parthenon because there's a temple to Nike, the actual Greek goddess of victory. So yeah. I'm like, oh, check me out. Represent Nike. First guy did to do that, I'm sure. Right. Oh, did, yeah. they, did they give you like a, the, the balloons drop down with the one millionth Nike photo? No, but there was. There's a cat up on the top, maybe more than one. We only saw one. There's a cat at the top of the Parthenon who's big and chonky. He just needed a tank. And I'm like, this is the smartest cat ever. He's all the way up top, fighting nobody else, no other cat for scraps or droppings. And there's big parts up top there that are uh, uh, illegal for you, for people to go to. So anytime cat gets tired of people, it's just like, dig it, no people over there. Bonk, lays down. Right. And nobody harasses it. And when he's hungry or he wants a little ear scratch, over he comes. And he was he was big. So I'm like, I don't think he's making the trip up and down a whole lot. I think he just rules Athens. Yeah, Good right. for him. He's right. gotta be named he's gotta be named Zeus. Yeah, I mean if he's not if he wasn't before, he is now. He is now. And he, he made friends with uh with uh Miss Elizabeth, my daughter. So I, that is no surprise whatsoever. None. Yeah. Zero percent. Yeah. First up on the old calendar this weekend, Fan Expo Denver. Somehow we missed out on this one. It's kind of a big show. Uh, that is all weekend long uh, at the Colorado Convention Center. 
just outside of Denver, Colorado. Tickets and information available at fanexpodenver.com. Our good pal Brian Cummings is there. Dr. Mindbender himself in, in the house. Uh, I could not find a, a suitable graphic to download and pop up here for him, so I just gave him the gold seal. But Fan Expo Denver, if you're anywhere around the Rocky Mountain State, uh, get yourself there and say hey to Brian Cummings. Tell him what's on Joe Mind sent you. He might even remember us. Mm-hmm. He probably does. Brian Brian Cummings, he's one of those guys that I'll I'll call him up after a couple of years to get him on the show, and he'll be like, hey, Mike, how you doing? All right. He played Cobra Jeopardy a couple of years ago. He did. Yeah. He he finished uh, second. He 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 was a, a narrow suffered a narrow defeat at the hands of Grand Champion um, Morgan Lofting. Hmm. Uh, Joe Fan eighty four says, "Sorry, everyone. I'll be working late as usual. I'll be listening in the background." Hey, Beta Ray Bob. Well, hey to you too, then. Don't yeah. say hey to us. We're on a freaking show, but sure. Right. You go on yourself, Joe Fan eighty four. Yeah, um, I'm. I managed to log in on time on my third week of consecutive vacation. So, Neil Hill asks, uh, free parking? Cannot confirm. Mm. I'm going to guess at the Colorado Convention Center, there's a good chance that it is not. So, so hey, you know, maybe, but maybe, maybe, but maybe not. Uh, Jeff Butler, uh, when I first realized Brian Cummings is the announcer on the new Let's Make a Deal in the 80s, Made it even more fun to watch. He has he has given us some of those stories. If you go back into the audio library, find the Brian Cummings interviews. He talks about his time with Monty Hall and the gang. So you you will enjoy those, Jeff Butler. Speaking of Jeff Butler, we have a tangible proof that he is the king of the clicky pen somewhere. I gotta find. I'm not finding the button. I'll find it later. Anyways. Uh, so, again, if you're anywhere around Denver, get yourself to the Colorado Convention Center. Talk to Brian Cummings. Say, hey, uh, th- this is a big show, in all honesty. So plan on spending some time, plan on spending some coin to get in. Uh, but there's a lot of guests. There's a lot of booths. There's there's a lot going on at Fan Expo Denver. Uh, July 9th, following weekend, we got Toy Man in St. Louis. Woohoo! Out at the Machinist Hall in Bridgeton. That is going from 9 to 2. Uh, $5 admission, $15 gets you in early for an hour. And as you know, that's when all the deals happen. Absolutely. That's when it all happens at BenCon, isn't it? Yeah. Pre-show, BenCon's yeah. massive. Home of uh, Night Fox is doing signings. It's going to be great. <laughs> Pre-show is the best show at BenCon. That's what I'm talking about. No, uh, Mount, no cougars allowed. Mountain Dew cougars. That is. <laughs> Two full stories of, uh, of toy dealers, craftspeople, uh, uh, artists. They've got uh, sometimes former athletes. It's, it's, it, is, it is jammed. It is a large building jammed full of toy stuff. It is a great time. If you're anywhere close to St. Louis, get yourself a Toy Man Show. Uh, make sure you say hey to Dave Draper. Give him a hug. Big hug. That's it. Tell him what's on Joe Mind sent you. A long, lingering hug. Yeah. And if you see Chris, the gentleman in the cartoon there, uh, tell him that uh, he heard this on What's on Joe Mind. That will get you a zero percent discount on your admission. So be sure to be sure to do that too. Zero <clears throat> percent, a big zero percent. That's right. <laughs> Firefly notes that Toy Man is thick in the drum. 
good point. Uh, uh, Nick Adams, sunscreen is for the weak. A real man takes the second degree burns and then uses the pus from his blisters to moisturize the rest of their skin. <laughs> Speaking of huggable, that's Nick Adams. Right. When, when Mark no, is man. bursting into flames, though, that's not a pus situation. Yeah. That is immolation. <laughs> that, that's totally different. Did he just tell me to put the lotion on my skin? I believe he did. I, yeah. I think he did. Oh, Lord. And since you you might we might be able to convince him that you're in a basement, that makes it even worse. Right, with cot guy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, Felix Arquinas notes that being a former athlete is the best job. Um, I, look, man, if I could get away with it, I'd do it. Right. Uh, I'm with Diana. I went right to former athlete. Skip the other parts. <laughs> uh, not so much that, not so much that I skipped the other parts, but they certainly skipped me. <laughs> That's right. Been there. <laughs> yeah, I tried too, man. I like I played I played baseball through high school. It 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 just wasn't it wasn't going to work out past that. It it wasn't wasn't going to happen. I played soccer till soccer played me. Right. <laughs> well, remember. Nobody's fast on the ground. Nobody's fast on the ground. Or nobody's fast when they're on the ground, I suppose. Basically. That's probably more Basically. Yeah, it gets a little a little wordy if you have to explain it. If you don't basically, if you don't get it, I'll show you. How's that? <laughs> you might need help getting up afterwards at this point, but that's true, but whatever. I certainly would. Anyway. Come to Mark Weber's slide tackle camp. That's right. <laughs> Basically, uh, very, very little will get you kicked out, right? <laughs> NFL's got punt, pass, and kick. You've got slide tackle and fight. And yeah, and bite. <laughs> slide tackle and bruise. That's it. Next up, we've got uh, a returning favorite. The Kentuckiana G.I. Joe Toy Expo is back for the 10th year. Uh, that is going to be happening July 29th at the Paroquet Springs Conference Center in Shepherdsville, Kentucky. Uh, this is this is right off of their website. Our 10th anniversary show full of old, new 12-inch and 3 and 3 quarter inch G.I. Joes, Star Wars, superhero figures, marks, Migos, contest cosplay, and much, much more. They are open from 10 to 4. It's 8 bucks to get in. 15 gets you in for early bird at 9. Uh, Friday night preview is from 5 to 8 the night before. That's going to cost you 30 uh, But again, that's where all the deals happen. If you need more details, all the current news, all the guests, and, uh, slide on over to kygijoe.com. What? <laughs> don't, don't say what. You know this was coming. Family show, Mike. Uh, just look. That, that's what it is. It's, the Adams it's, family, sure. Right there. Yeah. It's right there. KY. I I don't I don't pay their hosting fees. KY because they love you. Sure. Uh, cheapest big spender. Also, oh, free parking and famous statue. Um, free parking, yes. Statue, I don't know. Uh, uh, let's say Daniel Boone. Sure. Okay. How about Jim Cornette? Now we're talking. 
Yeah. Still going with Daniel Boone. All right. So uh, Mark just sent me something in chat, and I, I would say uh, go ahead and get that ready to go. I, I'm with you. I'm just yeah. here to help. All right. All right. We got to, we got news breaking. I'm glad that Mark is, is helping out after two weeks of being a gold brick in, in Greece. I figured right after you said no one really helps you very much, I should, I should for the first time ever provide content, and I will. Well, it's not the first time ever. It's just, man, I felt it when you were gone, man. That, that's for sure. <laughs> That was that was that was all of my support structure. Batman was like, "Where's Robin?" Right. I just, ooh. hey, Lord knows, Rob shift rack time. Rob is is a shiftless layabout in regards to show prep. He's terrible. I I gotta figure getting nobody extra asks, help. So. I, I gotta imagine getting extra help from Rob is probably hardest in the two weeks after school lets out. I pretty much figure he's got to be left alone for a He's never while. sober. <laughs> well, he's never sober. That has nothing to do with summer break. I mean. <laughs> Tanked up on Yoohoo and A&W. But we'll, we'll get to news, everybody, so be cool. We'll, we'll get there. Maybe occasionally venturing out for a high-C orange. Ooh, now we're talking. <laughs> Love a burst. Love a burst. Wait. Never mind. <laughs> That's it for community calendar. Kind of a light calendar week. Uh, Mark, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. pick pick me a number between one and eight again. Uh, three. Cobra's crazy weather patterns just swallow up my signals. Shipless layout. Shipless layout. We all recoil in horror with Scarlet there. I like remember how that happens got, after there's a big picture of me waving. That's a right. If you've got a show, uh, if you've really got any correspondence you want us to hear about, what's on Joe Mind at gmail.com is the place to send it. That's uh, where I can I can give you the the best promise that we'll see it and be able to include it in the show. Uh, please, by all means, subscribe to our other social media, but just know that uh, sending us instant messages through those is a dicey prospect at best. Mm-hmm. Use the email if it's something you absolutely positively got to get on the program. What's on Joe Mind at gmail.com. I don't think there's a more terrifying uh, short statement for Joe than three to one Recondo, right? Like, <laughs> that guy. <laughs> That's like Mondo Recondo. <laughs> Mondo Recondo. <laughs> nice. Wow. Anyhow. It's going to be the bulk of the, of the discussion tonight, so what do you say we get to the news? <laughs> All right, first news item. Do, 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 do. Do. I almost instinctively did that. Yeah. No, 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 no. You're the backup to the backup, Rob. And that, well, the last two weeks, I was the one doing it. Yeah, the, the last couple right. weeks, man, he was all I had. You think you think, you think Troy McKee's going to do news sounds for me? No, That's no, true. he's not. When when Rob is gone, I'll answer all Batman questions. Yes, that'll be fine. And when Mike, when Mike, well, no, when Mike and Rob are gone, I'll answer the Spider Man questions, and I'll just say I don't know one of them. <laughs> and and frankly, that's good enough. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, same, thing, same thing for Batman, pretty much, right? There's only yeah, like yeah. 890 Batman. 
Batman. Yeah, there are slightly fewer Batman than there are Spider-Man. Slightly. Yeah, but there's a Spider-Man who laughs. They kind of all do. Yeah, yeah I guess that's his fair. whole appeal. I guess that's fair. The Batman who laughs. The superpowers figure I won't buy. Uh, let's get into that, why don't we? I'm not saying you're wrong, Rob. I'm just saying it's it's not the time. No. We'll get there. First news item. In the Navy. Right. Get yourself over to Kickstarter. Check out the Join the Navy campaign for our friends at Hemi Armor Toys. Uh, this thing's coming along pretty good. It's It's got a low... Goal and it only needs twenty one or twenty two thousand dollars. It's two thirds of the way there. We got a ways to go yet, uh, so make sure you go on over, check that out. Uh, all ki- all kinds of navy inspired figures from sailors to flight deck to CBs to to seals, like you see in the photo there. Um, uh, stretch goals for days. This one's going to go as far as we want to take it, um, and looks like a, a real great set of of three and three quarter O ring toys, which are as we know all the rage. Populate your flag. Absolutely. What? For those of you that that applies to. Or get yourself enough sailors, enough seamen, oh. to, where, to where getting <laughs> getting a flag is the only logical next step. Right. You have so many seamen. You need to buy a $1,000 aircraft carrier. Hey there. That's, uh, oh I got to, We need I that got Wayland to... Smithers line. <laughs> Dude, I I, four... I'm a suck. Oh wait, oh, my okay. timing's off. I got 400 okay. of these semen, <laughs> so I need a flag. Anytime there's a, a Navy SEAL figure that isn't a frogman, I'm I'm totally down, right? Because we tend to lean very very heavily on the SE part. Of SEAL, right. right? When they can do everything. That's why they're, you know, Chuck Norris and Camo. So. Right. But these, uh, there, there's some very nice homages in the selection here, too. There's a stretch goal where that looks like uh, Deep Six when he's in his in his uh, Navy uniform or, or wetsuit when he's in his camis or, you know, so there, there's a lot of nice nods to, to, to the Joe team involved mm-hmm. with this, this Kickstarter as well. So get over there. Check this out. You want to search in the Navy. You do not want to search Heavy Armor Toys. Uh, Heavy Armor Toys won't pull this up for you. But if you type in in the Navy, you're going to be right there. Uh, Check this one out. It it funds through July 22nd at 11 p.m. Join your fellow man. One of the stretch goals, a ship full of Muppet pigs dressed as Vikings kidnapping Muppet chickens. Uh, Nick Adams asks, I haven't checked these out. Do they have their names on their asses for extra realism? <laughs> I mean, I do, but <laughs> that's your underwear. Well, that's different. What happens? What happens in Rome stays in Rome. Apparently, there you go. Right, right. Just that's <laughs> keep it under your toga, man. Right. <laughs> but um, yeah, ketchup and mustard are part of it. I think there's even a, a green guy uh, for relish. relish. Uh, yeah. You know, no sign if if uh, Duke Mayo Hellman is part of the team yet. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah, everybody, quit, quit breaking news in the in the in the live chat. We're doing the news now. Yeah, watch the news on the screen. Yeah, we we all know the news. We've all we've all seen it. You're not coming in and telling us anything we don't already know. Watch if you don't screen. think we can pin it, it fast it. enough, 
to update the news, just stay put. Good God, man. Yeah. It's all we do here on Tuesdays. Clearly they're late because they didn't hear me bitching about that for 20 minutes before. That's right. I'm telling you. But <laughs> next news item. Do, 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 do. Still rolling along. It's Power Comics, Super Joe Unlimited number one. Uh, Kickstarter's live until July 12th. That is through July 11th. Um, and, uh, yeah, so uh, there, too, cooking along at a pretty good clip. Uh, about about 7000 out of its $10,000 goal. Just keep spreading the word. Uh, those numbers tend to grow slow when they're going at 10 bucks a pop, but there's lots of neat extras you can get in the Super Joe Unlimited uh, campaign as well. So be sure to check those out. Tune into our special edition 86, which we released last week. It's got all the details for you. That is uh, myself and, and Racktime Rob and uh, Brian Lower, Hooded Cobra Commander 788s with us. And we're talking to the the man behind Power Comics himself, Austin Huff. Uh, he is a ball of energy. It's, a, it's an entertaining watch. A great way to spend an hour, even if you're not interested in this. He's just a cool guy with stories to tell. Uh, but this is a great campaign, and, and I, I hope it, it makes out for him. I'm really interested to see what they do with Super Joe. Certainly one of the more ignored and neglected corners of G.I. Joe lore. And as always, Austin316 says, back my Kickstarter. <laughs> Guy's got way too much hair to be Stone Cold Steve Austin. Even in the stunning Steve Austin days, that's too much hair. <laughs> Fair enough. He had that Gerber baby thing going. Thinning blonde locks. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Wispy. See, the, Hollywood, the, the Hollywood blondes for now. <laughs> <laughs> the Hollywood blondes. Checks watch. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> I, guess for, I guess for now, still. Anyways. What's on Joe Mind Special Edition 86? Go watch. Next news item. Doot, doot. That's it? Brevity. All right. Anyway, we had some reveals last week, and we would be remiss if we did not at least give them the official kiss. Uh, these are available everywhere uh, that fine toys are sold, uh, provided they're in stock. But Grunt, Low Light, and the Snow Serpent released uh, grunt and low light are normal releases in regards to size they're about 25 bucks the snow serpents a deluxe that picture does not do justice to all of the gear that he comes with but uh he's got a lot more stuff and he is a deluxe release he's more like 35 bucks so uh anywhere you amazon walmart target hasro pulse whatever they uh, are all general release yes everybody's got these uh so there should be no real problem getting a hold of them uh, what do you think of these guys, Mark Weber? You've been gone for a couple weeks. I mean, low light's pretty much perfect unless you sculpt a buckle right where the brutal chest cut goes vertically. So it's half on one side and half on the other. Mm. But that is that is the tiniest of nitpicks. Low light's incredible. I'm sure Joe Colton is over the moon. Uh, I dig it. I like that they aren't all, uh, all the 82 guys don't look like they're from 82. So I like that Grunt looks a little more modern military. I think that's fine. Yeah. Uh, Snow Serpent, I, now you have to catch me up because I haven't been following it that closely. I know I've seen images of him where some of his gear is blue and some of it isn't. 
Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. And the ones with the blue, it, it desperately needs that color in there. Not only that it's accurate to the original, but uh, for a figure that's pretty much black and white, dying for a little bit of color. So the blue looks fabulous. Uh, I know there's a decent amount of people online who believe, hey, we could have done him without a snowboard, without a wolf hat. And you know, maybe, maybe he could have been just a regular price release. I think the value's there at 35, but I think you, you should be careful when you're making troop builders, deluxe figures. It's, I mean, I'll, I'll take a deluxe troop builder over an Amazon only troop builder, which was the problem from the previous week with the Cobra eel. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I don't have any eels because I wasn't right on top of that. I was on a boat. So wouldn't, wouldn't mind getting some <laughs> eels, but. But by and large, I try. I don't get too worked up about it when I miss something because very little in classified has actually been difficult to get in the long game, right? And yeah. that's that's a credit a credit to Hasbro for when they have short issued stuff, they usually have found a way to make it available, either slightly tweaked as a second release or as a straight rerun. So, right. I, I not, like how they got the they, they got the snow serpent. You know, you can do version one if that's what you want to do, or you can do the 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 Valor versus Venom Spy Troops era one if that's what you want mm -hmm. to do instead. Uh, I just like they covered all the bases there. Um, yeah, I mean, there too. I'm not thrilled about having to pay an extra ten bucks a head, but you know, Snow Serpents aren't a figure that I'm going to get twenty of anyway. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm I'm only at, at most I'm getting three or four, so uh, I'm not I'm not that concerned about it. Yeah, as long as we get the blue. Uh, on the the accessories, I, I really don't have a problem with Snow Serpent at all. Yeah, mo most of them that I've seen, I think it's just bad photo quality, or I think most of them, it's a dark blue, and okay. it kind of looks gray based on what else is in the photo. Oh, is this, like, the, that dress, is this like that dress thing? Is it yeah, blue and kinda. gold? Or is it, yeah, get out of here. yeah, I think it's kind of like that. Hmm. I think it's supposed to be blue. I think it'll be blue in our hands. Okay. But um, yeah, these are wins. This is this, these yeah. are really really good. Good good yeah. job. Uh, Grunt is unbelievably strong for what Grunt, what I was expecting out of that that figure. Mm -hmm. The fact that they gave him the bonus head and the, the extra gun, and you can outfit yep. them different ways and make him a yeah no good stuff. Yep. Aside from that buckle on low light that you can't ever not see again, these are all uh, these are all wins. The best part of Lowlight is they got rid of that bullet that they gave him in uh, Pursuit of Cobra. But it, it would have been 50% bigger, Mike. I'm just saying that they pre-lost the pre-lost bullet. Yeah, fair enough. So, good on them. We know, Phil. We know. We know. Everybody's trying to break news in the live chat. <laughs> we know the news already. That's what We're doing the news now. Everybody yeah. chill out. We'll we're there. in the news segment. We'll chill out there. Mark, Mark's got it fired up. It's ready to go when, when, when Mark, you know, but, but part of it's coming. We haven't gotten there yet. Everybody relax. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Goodness. <laughs> Next news item. Do, 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 Boom. Hey, it's time to check in on the Hasbro Pulse HasLab classified Dragonfly. Remember, it's funding through July 17th at midnight. Uh, 274.99 expected delivery summer of 2024. 
Uh, doing a lot, doing just fine. Doing just fine. Uh, we've got the, the same old screen going up here. Uh, we're just past 14,000. Uh, so Night Force Ripcord has unlocked in the past week, uh, which means that next up is Glenda. That's the 16,000 unit plateau. And it looks like we'll be there before the end of the live campaign. Uh, Mark Weber, some some ruffles through the community when Glenda was revealed. How do you feel about Glenda? I mean, she doesn't do anything for me particularly as a as a character as an ad. Like, okay, whatever. But you got to be careful who you're making the second and third stretch goal figures right on a Haslap item. You don't want right. to do somebody that that breaks because not everybody. Even though I even though I think. My initial reaction to the Dragonfly was, wow, that's pretty reasonable from a price perspective, right? I expected it to cost a lot more. So the idea that you can get it for $275 and you're getting two $25 figures with it, assuming Glenda gets uh, unlocked, um, I think it's pretty Hang on a second, Mark. So what I was, Hang on a second. What I Hang like on a about second. it is what a lot of people like about it. Is that me? Got some lag in there, Mark. Give it a second. I'm back. Yes, there you go. What I liked about it is what a lot of people liked is what it probably means for the future, right? Here's your G1 Scarlet mold. That's cool. Because there's a lot of stuff right. off on that original Scarlet release. Love to see a new Scarlet that's retro. That's great. And and I immediately thought of you. When she's got Flash's backpack and laser, like the original Glenda did, but there it is, already tooled up. So that's right. got to mean Flash, and then probably Grand Slam down the line. So that's cool too. So I like how they're using parts here for upcoming stuff that I'm really excited about. And Glenda doesn't do much for me. I get that she's a helicopter pilot, but. You probably don't need two pilots in there, but if you want to do Glenda, not Wild Bill, that's on you, whatever. This is fine. Uh, and it's a portent of really good things to come, so I'm, I'm totally down. Right. It, it checks all of my boxes as a stretch goal uh, in that it, it is, it's an obscure character that you're not going to get otherwise. Mm -hmm. uh, and as you said, the, the parts that are used here signify better things for classified going forward in 24 and 25. So good, good news there. Uh, but I mean, the folks, I, the folks, were, folks were very upset that this was not a bigger character. Right. And I just, I, I, I'm going to call that into question again because I have a feeling these would be the same people that would be upset if Airborne or Doc or Tripwire or Hawk were put behind a two hundred seventy-five dollar paywall. Right. Like this is this is exactly what you want in a stretch goal in a crowdfunding project. This is yep. this is the sort of thing. This this is what you're getting here. It's either it's it's generally speaking, it's obscurity or it's a repaint or in this case, it's both. But it it does the job. It it, mm -hmm. it stretches out the ranks a little bit. Uh, it's a good fit for a stretch goal in a Hazlab. Yep, I totally I totally get it. I, I agree with everything you just said. Benjamin Kitt says, uh, I know nothing about Glenda. There's not much to know about Glenda. She was, she was released in Argentina, uh, and there's not a whole lot of lore connected to her. 
But I think the figure looks great, and I'm all in anyway. Lesser-known characters don't bother me. I'm a returned fan from 28 years ago, so a lot of it is new to me again. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. Josiah Alcorn. Toy collectors that are going to complain either way? No way. Right. Right. Uh, just everybody. Ooh. Ooh, bring it. Just, yeah. just, just exhale, everyone. Exhale. This is why we're not a bigger deal. We, we believe in moderate, uh, level-headed discussion as opposed to, you know, cheap cheap clicks and, you know, diving Fly at... Off, flying off at the handle. Ah! <laughs> now, Rachel, Rachel Selena says, uh, make legs next unlock, so I have to buy three dragonflies. That's the spirit. And blades would be a tripwire repaint. Yep. Oh, that's a good idea. Hey, uh, just, uh, oh, that's a new... Go ahead. Go ahead, Mark. Oh, just public announcement. And my mouse has totally frozen, which is no problem normally on the show, except I have the images that we want to show later on. <laughs> so if you see me looking down like this and going, what the hell? That's exactly what's going on. I'm doing mouse right. surgery. Deal with that. But uh, Sam Hoffsummer, that's a new name. Welcome to the show. Appreciate having you. Uh, they could have put in variants of main figures. Glenda's really lackluster. I don't know how much more of a main figure you need than Scarlet. Uh, I mean, that's yeah. basically a variant of Scarlet. Yeah, I, 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 we're going to have to agree a, to disagree on that one, Sam. It is a variant of main figure. You're just getting it first, right? Yeah. We did this all the time on Transformers, where we made a new Seekers sculpt and made it Thundercracker on the original release, even though we know Starscream is the guy, right? Fine, but if we do Starscream first, then Thundercracker is the generally expected follow-up, right? Sometimes you start with the lesser known version that the parts are going to make for the A-lister later on. People would be happy with like just Starscream because he's the biggest character. You do Thundercracker first, they'll buy that. Then they'll get Starscream, mm -hmm. and then you got to have to buy the third one because you know now you don't have the complete set. The third one, my favorite, Skywarp. Yeah, but that's the whole deal. Now Thundercracker is extra cool because, hey, cool, new mold, right? New sculpt, new toy. And then you're happy to get Starscream because he's the man, right? Of the Seekers, yeah. anyway. Instead of doing Starscream, wow, awesome. And then, oh, Thundercracker. Yeah, he's just the Starscream repaint, right? It's toy right. 101 or 102, maybe. Maybe 201. I don't know. Yeah, Acid Storm came out of nowhere, just a green jet and a panel of a comic book. Actually, he uh, was originally one of the background guys in the cartoon. Mm -hmm. And uh, Matthew Madsen, uh, Haslabs are for things we couldn't get any other way. Exactly. Well put, sir. Yep. Yeah, my, my mouse is fried. <laughs> That's would, not good news. That would be, uh, there would be an absolute firestorm going down. If we were stuck looking at airborne as a stretch goal at nineteen thousand yeah. units or sixteen thousand yeah. units yeah. or whatever, and and the people who wanted airborne as a stretch goal because you got to have airborne in that copter sooner or later if you're an old school guy and that's all we are really. Uh, once they announce today that you know you're probably getting that, then hey, maybe we'll get there, man. Chill out. I didn't. I didn't. You just relax. All out, but. Uh, the Glenda Rage, I hope, settles a little bit, 
right? Uh, Bart says, Batman podcast ran over. What did I miss? <laughs> right. uh, two other guys making the same joke. Yeah. Oh! Anyway. Hey, that's okay. We love our running gags. That's right. Technically, they, they, they... technically he's Bartman, right? Yeah. Yeah, sure. See what I did there? No, nothing wrong Nothing wrong with, with running gags on What's on Joe Mind. It's, it's right. frankly, it's how we're still here after 12 years. Yeah, that's a good point. I might be able to get his mouth back, but not without rebooting. So that's the question. <laughs> if you can do without me for a couple minutes. Uh, Torpedo Mike asks, Silvery Grand Slam? Maybe. Um, I think, honestly, I think Silvery Grand Slam is the one that's more likely to be a main release with a jump pack. Yeah. Um, I, I think if there was going to be a Grand Slam, that was the, the weird variant that it's going to be the original one. Uh, but I, I don't think he's coming here either way. So you're, you're obviously you're getting a flash because of that backpack. Yeah. So a grand slam without the Hal is going to look crazy derivative, right? Yeah. So yeah, silver pads grand slam, hundred yeah. percent. I mean, Mike, Mike, there's a comment from Jake Rose we need to put up. <laughs> Stuck on the four hundred five because the four hundred five is jammed. Yeah, it's, it's no jammed. surprise. All the way back to Lodi. Yeah. Jammed like my mouth. <laughs> so, Mark, if, if you need to do that, by all means, go ahead. Yeah, let me pop out. I'll be right back. How's all that? Right. All right. We'll, we'll keep an eye on you. Keep an eye out for you. And then when you show up, I'll leave you in the green room for a while. Here I go. I'll right. Be, be right back. Hey, listen to this. All right. Oh. All right. Just down to us, rack time, Rob. I know, and nobody likes that. No, <laughs> no. Real, I mean, our 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 time spent in high school was proof of that. Yeah. But what do you say? Ne next news item, backup of backup. Do, 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 do. Hey, look at that! It's time for the the GI Joe brand team roundtable recap. Hey, thanks for inviting us. Right, right. Uh, we we went. Uh, all that time to to get on the list, and then they do a second one, and and we don't get an invitation. So I think it says more about more about them than it does about us. Because either at this point, it's either incompetence or actively trying to exclude us. Yeah. Um, and either way, it, it's not a good look. So thanks for that, everybody. Thank that Hasbro. Good job. Way to go, guys. Glad glad we've been out here carrying the brand for you for twelve years. But uh, Yorktown Joe, uh, he he likes uh, he enjoyed hearing you on the Joe on Joe podcast. Ah, and uh, you'll enjoy hearing him again tomorrow for part two. Um, because frankly, I was, I was chatty. Fr from a comic book standpoint, Joe Slepsky and Rob are essentially two halves of the same brain. Um, Torpedo Mike asks, "Is this where Mike and Rob sing soft hits of the seventies? No, well, this is get where band in Russia." This is where I sing soft hits of the 70s. Um, uh, Andrew Gaugan probably has it right. How about incompetently ignoring what's on Joe Mike? Probably. Yeah, there you go. You know, it, it, it's, it, again, I, I, I would it would bother me more, but it's more about them than it is about us. Uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in and, and hanging out with us and, and keeping this thing afloat as long as you have. But anyways. Let's get to this. 
Uh, Airborne, first first bit here. Airborne will not be a part of the HasLab Dragonfly as the last unlock and will be a part of the mainline G.I. Joe classified action figure line. Where'd we hear that before? Oh, right, it was us. Yeah, it's almost like, you know, common sense took over. It, it, it's almost like we've been telling you that for weeks and everybody needed to relax. Weird. Anyways, uh, next, next point is it, kind of an exciting one. Uh, the Hasbro Pulse exclusive Hiss 788 Fire Team is coming. Uh, that is related to the, uh, the, the the last year's HasLab Hiss project. Don't know a whole lot else about it, uh, but but keep an eye out for those. Hopefully it's uh, going to be a nice two or three figure set there. Is it the two or three figures we're getting already from the HasLab? <laughs> right. It was a big duh about Airborne. Absolutely correct. You would think that, but you cannot believe the number of people online who keep going, well, if there's no Airborne, my God. Right, right. Airborne, Airborne's going to be a mainline figure. If Airborne was going to be in it, it was going to be like Night Force Airborne or something. Tiger Force Airborne. Right. We're, we're at the point where, where there's a short list of popular characters from both comics and, and cartoons that haven't been done yet. And Airborne is at the, the top of it, right? Like, he's a... Like it's him and Mutt and Alpine and and Doc and uh, yeah, you know that, that's and that's about and they've announced Mutt, right? You know, but uh, but yes, uh, Andrew Galgan asks, uh, will the seven eight eight team be the figures that didn't make it in the Haslab poll? If only, if only the ghost of Purple Hiss Driver. <laughs> uh, did not get in there. Uh, that would be incredible, and I'd buy a dozen. But unfortunately, we don't know. It could be. We just don't know. Maybe. But um, uh, new pre-orders are confirmed for tomorrow, along with a special guest host. Which uh, is kind of which must means that they must be posting a video because they do have a live stream tomorrow. Uh, but it's Indiana Jones for Indiana Jones. Yeah, I I, I have a feeling it's going to be another seven or eight minute thing like like the last couple of weeks uh but sp special guest host which means uh sergeant slaughter is free no no it, it, come on now if it was sergeant slaughter we're at the point where they would just say it was sergeant slaughter mark's back yeah all right mouth wrangled all right excellent sound a little better too uh, San Diego Comic Con 2023 will have a very important G.I. Joe panel with new digital renders. Well, of course, we kind of figured that. But uh, no exclusive, apparently. No. Well, maybe. I don't know. I don't know if anything was said about that. No, I would just include that in there if I was going to talk about San Diego Comic Con. What do <laughs> I know? What do I know about roundtables? Ain't never been to one. <laughs> I mean, I got to go to one last year. Next bit is is the one um, is, is that has a lot of folks upset. Uh, the GI Joe O-ring line is on hold until further notice. Now they've been telling us it's been on hold for a while, about mm -hmm. a year, in fact. Uh, but that until further notice is a little ominous. I, I yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna side with the mob a little bit on that part of it, in that that until further notice is is different. Mm -hmm. That is not until the end of 2023, as we had been told previously. That is open-ended. Yeah. So if they if they don't mention it by the end of, of San Diego Comic Con at that panel, 
if there's no update, mm, done. Done. Yes. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that um, we're, we're about to see the last bits of, of the O-ring line, and we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Oh. But um, HasLab Hiss is still scheduled for a fall shipment. Okay. Uh, a has hand-painted HasLab Dragonfly sample was shown off for first the first time, looked almost identical to the renders. Stay tuned for official diorama images. All this info, this is straight off of Histack, everybody. I, I maybe work, reworked the grammar, uh, mm. but it's all their info, so credit there uh, for what you're getting on this, this rundown. Because, again, we weren't invited. Mm. Lost in the mail, I'm sure, right? The, the invitation. Right, right. Uh, it's Chad Notes. Until further notice is what they said about the Walmart retro line, too. Yes, it's uh, we're still waiting on wave two of Centurions. Anyways. But that's that's not that surprising because, I mean, they had kind of said that last year. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, the Walmart again. exclusives seem to be night force Yeah, yeah. It, it's a little different. I, I think yeah. Walmart exclusives are back, but the, that retro line on the card, which was intermittently popular and not, um, you know, like the, the, uh, the female figures tended to sit a little bit. You can still probably find a Lady J in a lot of Walmarts, but yeah. you know, Destro was popular, Snake Eyes was popular, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I, I can see how there was there was some heat there and, and folks wanted to see more figures in that type of packaging. Um, so, uh, you know, the, the new Walmart exclusives are not along those lines. So it's, it's kind of a different animal. But also... <laughs> A lot of Lady J and Gung Ho on the Walmart peg out here in Bend, Oregon. So if anybody needs one, let me know. Uh, we we, and, uh, we got a lot of Lady J and Baroness. Yeah? yeah. Okay. Out here at Target, you know what they got? You don't know. You don't I know. don't know. Who knows? Same stinking Target. Although around here, I have seen a fair share. I did see a fair share of Gung Ho and Destro. Never saw Zartan or Storm Shadow, so... But that doesn't mean that we won't, because distribution's weird, especially yeah. with Walmart. But, um, uh, G.I. Joe brand team is looking for feedback on creating new never-seen vehicles for the classified line. Uh, be careful what you wish for. Mm -hmm. uh, next next news, or next bit was that Serpentor and Dr. Mindbender are no longer available for reproduction. And by that, they mean that the the way that we've seen them to this point, the what the figures that came with the air chariot and the, the Dr. Mender, Mindbender said, they can't make those in that same exact deco again. Well, um, not can't, but won't. Right, or, or not is, likely to. Yeah, which is fine. Right. And, um, but uh, the G.I. Joe team would like to hear feedback on the repaints and or redesigns of these two figures that fans would like to see in the future. Okay. I'm, I'm not sure I, that there's that many popular redesigns of either of those guys. Um, maybe that 2000s, that early 2000, 20, 2001 Serpentor, maybe with the darker color scheme, perhaps. Yeah. The Night but, Force Serpentor. Right. Maybe, maybe the popular gold armor Serpentor from, you know, with the, the more pronounced, you know, like the, the red Serpentor that, that uh, Phil and, um, 
and Patrick covered on articulated points, mm-hmm. something like that. But anyway. I got an idea. I got a really yeah. good idea What's for our repaints and redesigns of those two figures. We'd like to see new characters. <laughs> I want to see uh, Doctor Mindbender with "I'm with Stupid" T-shirt. Does anybody, did anybody else find it ironic that they they're looking for feedback on new, never seen before vehicles for classified? When they've only made two vehicles, I mean, saw of any size vehicles, right? Yeah. There are all sorts of hits that they could play in an appropriate scale that people would do a backflip for. But a new character, which would be nothing, wouldn't do anything. It would, be, it would not be hard to make a new character. Right. I, I have a feeling that it's going to be the Arctic coil cycle. Oh. <laughs> yeah, right? Comes with comes with Akira, which seems weird, but kind of works. Right. <laughs> Anyways, um, we're we're not real high on the the folks at at Hasbro. And that's not to say the GI Joe brand team they're not responsible for that. Uh, but yeah, we've we've got we've got some beef with Hasbro tonight. Anyways, I, I love Lenny. Lenny's, Lenny's great. We're yeah, lucky again, to this... have Lenny on the brand. But I don't, I don't, I don't think he's making the decisions on fully making the decisions on what characters are getting made. Right, right. Um, GI Joe brand team is currently working on the 2025 lineup of classified products. They are world building and going to expand the line even further. Good. Okay. Uh, I'm just saying, Flash better be involved. Especially now that we've got a light laser rifle, just, it better happen. I don't yeah, want to hear that you, we didn't. I don't want to hear that we didn't get to him business. And if you don't speak marketing, that just means we're doing more. Right. Okay. Right. Um, world, the brand team world, really likes the retro carded GI Joe classified figures. Uh, looking for a way that make that available to a wider audience, if possible, in the future. Which is to say, looking for uh, not store exclusive. Yeah, mm-hmm. just just trying to sell that to as as to more than one outlet, or maybe Amazon, or maybe Big Bad. I don't know, but whatever. Um. Yeah, it's so. I, I don't want to dismiss this as not a lot of news because it's a lot of news for a two, random Tuesday. But except for Airborne, there's not a ton of news here. There's, there's no. not a lot of substance to this. This is like um, the appet- This is the appetizer platter. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Really, what really wasn't any entree. Right. Like as we were, we were saying when you were out, Mark. I mean, the biggest news for us is that we didn't even get an email that this was happening. So thanks for that, everybody. And that's not news so much. Right. As... Right. Right. Again, we're we're uh, we're your favorite GI Joe podcast, favorite GI Joe podcast, and uh, we we make them nervous for some reason. I can't imagine why. But uh, but again, it's a it's a big thank you for carrying the banner for twelve years. Um, oh wait, it's not a thank you at all. It's more of a screw you. I'm not saying it's me because that'd be pretty self centered of me to do it. But if it is me that they don't want a former employee grilling current employees, I get that. But it wouldn't be me. We would never send me no. to cover. I did the one round table they did invite us to. Right. Which yeah. which was the result of months of searching for the right person to contact. 
I think we should contact that person tomorrow. Uh, if they're still there. I, if they're I, still there. Right. That, that first that's one question. one question. Secondly, I just wonder if it's if it's even worth it, frankly. If if that's how it's gonna be, I'm not fighting this fight every time. So what I mean, if- I'll fight I'll fight forever. Right. <laughs> uh, come on. My I, my my fighting is more in a in a different direction. We 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 broke your lineup once, and if we get the chance, we'll do it again. Yes, we will. We had such a good relationship with Hasbro for so long. I, I hate seeing it getting tossed to the side by somebody in their on their in their marketing department way back in the back office. Uh, but if that's how it's going to be, it's how it's going to be. We didn't do anything wrong, other than always we tell it like it is, Gorilla. Right. right. I mean, we even. We even sent the likable one. We sent Racktime Rob. Yeah. He's he's our he's the number one favorite host of the show. So you know. As as uh, we said when uh when Chad had his anniversary show, uh they, congratulations. They, you know, I was on that program. You got the fourth most popular host of What's on Joe Mind. And I think there's some truth to that. Um but uh, Hasbro seems to not like Joe podcasters and channels. They just like generic toy types. Unless you have a Transformers show, then they like you. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know how true that is. Yeah. Uh, there's some other folks on in that in that roundtable that only do GI Joe and related. So I, I don't think that's necessarily the case. Um. But. <laughs> Uh, Jay Toygo, uh, just go ask if they like snake eyes and you'll be good. <laughs> go and treat it like the old Chris Farley show on Saturday Night Live. Hey, remember, remember, that, remember, remember back in 1984? That was awesome. When you guys yeah, put out a Rattler? That was we're awesome. less, uh, less uh, Chris Farley and more Vinny Vidici. <laughs> Which is going to make the Transformer questions very interesting. Anyways, uh, if they don't want to give us O-rings, we, we have other other companies that are going to give us lots of O-rings mm-hmm. and lots of semen. So oh! It's... <laughs> that's going like... to be the, that's gonna be the exact <laughs> instant that Mark's okay. mom walks in the room, too, right? No. <laughs> right. <laughs> I thought and Nola Weber thought, pops hope, up on I screen and I'm hear. down in the microphone going semen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure I can hear Bartleby Jones or something playing out front. So Barnaby Jones, right? Yeah. Barnaby Jones. Quincy. Yeah. Murder murder she wrote or something is going on out oh. there. Really loud. So Right. Well that that's the rule, right? Of course, okay. you're you're, sit, you're talking to two guys who sat through a vintage 1981 episode of Magnum PI today. So, you know. Oh, there you go. I can't wait till I'm the age that I can sit down and turn the TV's volume up to 80. Look, that were that was a 1981 episode of Magnum PI that had Aaron Gray on it. So you're fucking right. We sat. Oh, through. <laughs> dude. You're a goddamn Holy straight. Smokes. We sat through it. Holy smokes. Anyways. At the round table discussion there. And just a reminder, of course, that uh, Chalky Tank Kitty is brought to you by 
the GI Joe 3D Printing Podcast. Um, Chonky Tank Indiana's Meowler Tank were the hit of Joe Fest, selling out in in mere minutes. I'm sure uh, at the Mark II Design booth uh, on the sales floor. There uh, were there any sure fights? To, uh, maybe, maybe we don't we don't know how many of them Hans Chow tried to make off with. <laughs> so if if like Hans Chow buys twenty of them, I don't know how 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 who's fighting about stuff. So, anyways. Um, but, uh, remember to, to tune into them, uh, ask them questions about, uh, Hey, how can we get more chonky tank kitties? Uh, Joe fan 84 says, thanks to beta Ray Bob. I got a chonky tank. Kitty. Well, that's all right. Then that explains, that's why you're saying, Hey, to beta Ray Bob, beta Ray Bob has given you the greatest mm -hmm. gift. Another man can give chonky tank kitty in plastic form. Yeah. It means he's got one more than I do. Come on. Right. Oh. Yeah, it's Rack Time Rob's fault. We'll tell you yeah. about that later. What? But uh, Jay Toygo, I missed out on Chunky Tank Kitty at Joe Fett. We're sorry, man. We're, we're uh, again, we'll, we're going to keep you on top of any potential Chunky Tank Kitty uh, news that, that are coming. Yeah. They can't make any more. But stay yeah. tuned for Tiger Force Chunky Tank Kitty. <laughs> Josiah Alcorn notes that Aaron Gray was supposed to get a spinoff from that episode of Magnum P.I. Really? Well, that, I'd have been tuned in there. Uh, but apparently, like that show. apparently the Silver Spoons money was too big. Hmm. Maybe Silver Spoons was that spinoff. <laughs> Somehow I doubt it. <laughs> she, was, she was there as a, a Secret Service type there to protect Ricky Schroeder. Uh, Jeff Butler, sorry, just, sadly, despite my hope, there were zero chunky tank kitties at the Joe Show in Grapevine, Texas last week. We're, we're sorry, Jeff. We told you. We warned you about that one. But uh, there was a Ron Rudat and a great child. Yeah. Right. Um, Firefly asked, what about Tonky Chank Kitty? Oh. And yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think those were the, the repaint ones with the visor that people didn't like as much. I found a chonky Greek kitty at the top of the uh, Parthenon in Athens. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's our boy right there. Maybe that's it. It's looking thunderbolt-shaped hairballs. <laughs> that's where he. That's where he retired. Apparently, top of the world. <laughs> Zeus did like to transform into many different types of animals. <laughs> yeah, he was kind. He was kind of an alley cat, as I recall. Yeah. Anyways, we'll be right back to take you questions from you, the audience, uh, right after a word from our wonderful sponsors at Kokomo Toys. Uh, and remember, anytime you're, uh, say, passing through the central Indiana area, that's worth a trip right there. Stop in, say hey to Todd and Amber, give Todd a hug, tell him what Sanjo Mine sent you, uh, and he will probably end his sponsorship with us right there. <laughs> but, More donuts. Nah, Todd's a hugger. Don't let him, don't fool you. Go ahead, go ahead and tug. Hug Todd. He loves it. We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on. <laughs> There we go. Oh, wait a minute. What's yeah, that? we gotta get uh, gotta get pictures of something else. 
I didn't just reboot for my own health. Well, I mean, give me a window to put it up in there, man. I'm off. I, I thought I was just going to share my screen. Isn't that how it works? Yeah, but I can't. I can't. If, if you were willing to do that, I'd be able to see that right now. So you've got to do something else. All right, hang on. It's going to be fabulous. Uh, Yorktown Joe says uh, Magnum's pilot friend TC might be the third tier unlock. There's your crossover surprise. I, look, you give me. A, I'd be all over that. Right. You give me a classified Roger E. Mosley. Yes, I'm buying a second Dragonfly is what I'm doing. I'll sell I mean, off the rest of that useless crap. I mean, I that that, ca that that character was in the Navy with Magnum and Rick. So. Oh. So it wasn't Rick a Marine? Yeah, but, but he had... They have flashbacks. He, it looks like they're in, like, the same unit. So I, I don't I don't uh, think so. Rick was wearing an army I think cap, they were SEALs, so to be honest. He might have been a Marine. Anyways, here's uh, from our friend... Uh, Travis Moody, this, this is yeah. what we're looking at here. This is sound the Soundwave Thunder Machine. You can see it with Ravage and Xandar and Zorana. This was rumored months ago, and we dismissed it because we're yep. dumb. <laughs> but there it is. And, Unlike uh, a Ravage. lot of them, that's actually a decent-looking robot. Yeah, I like the Soundwave as a knife now. <laughs> I'm going to go stab him somebody, but okay. But yeah, that's a pretty good sound wave. Yeah. It doesn't look like sound wave with a thunder machine glued to his back. Right. I don't well, know about blue, blue Ravage, but whatever. Now, in, in fairness, we can't see his back, so we're not sure about that. Yeah. Oh, but stay tuned. But wait, there's more. Uh, if I flip this, does it change? It's hard for me to tell. It yes. changed. We got the box. Okay, good. So there's... And those are O-ring figures. Wanted a Soundwave Dreadnought Thunder Machine. And is it just Zartan and, and Zorana? And yep, that's pretty apparently good Thunder Machine. That, yeah, that's a decent Thunder Machine. Yeah, not bad at all. And then uh -huh. a little bit on the back, but that's not terrible. A little bit, but but yeah, like I said, it's nowhere near as you know as you know as egregious as Megatron. Check out Zorana's badass bicep tattoo. Oh, it looks that like they went cool. original design. Yeah. Yeah, she definitely looks different. She uh, got so mesh, mesh gloves, I think. There might be Kinda. some new new parts with Zorana there, but that, that is definitely a new arm. Uh, Rachel Salinas with the, the hit of the day there. O-rings are on hold. Announces two O-rings. Right. Yeah. I think my Good point. is that is firing the machine gun cannon, I think, and Zardan's just sticking his face right into that turbine. Right. <laughs> so he, he put on he put on mask for for a little safety, a little coverage for protection. Yes. Yep. But uh, that's that's pretty cool, really. I, I'm not look, I'm not huge on these transformer crossover ones, but. In their defense, I don't think Megatron was great, but I think Bumblebee was done pretty well. Bumblebee was better, mm -hmm. yeah. And, and I think this this looks more uh, more like like Bumblebee in that it's 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 looks pretty cool. Like for what it is, it's pretty neat. Yeah. It's probably I'm probably not spending the money on it, but I, I it's 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 a good buy. It's a good toy. Yeah. Benjamin there we go. Says, Soundwave is my favorite Decepticon. I've bought each crossover so far. 
ESL. Uh, this came way later in the day than the round table. Is this further notice? <laughs> I'm going to guess so. Perhaps. I like the last sound wave crossover they did because when I say they, I mean me. Yeah. <laughs> it was going to come with only one cannon. Soundwave only uses one cannon. I'm like, the original came with two. And if you don't put two in there, you're going to have a dumb looking his tank turret. No, yeah, we don't need it. Ugh. Matt Rubin says, I may get this just because I never had a Thunder Machine and I want one. And this may be a less expensive way for you to get one. Yeah, there you so go. That's, that's not a bad plan. Yeah. Although I remember getting Mike a pretty decent Thunder Machine for a good price at Kokomo Toys. At Kokomo Toys, but that was already a few years back now. Yeah. So good luck with that one. But um, I, I have a feeling that'll be more than compatible with your your current dreadnought stash. If you're if you got a bunch of four inches at home that that need a place to ride, I wonder if the were there foot pegs on that thing, Mark. Uh, let's take a look. Uh, yeah, three on each side or four oh, on each all side. All right, all right. Uh, Viper so Scout says definitely. Are... Go ahead, Mark. Oh, on the box, Zartan is riding on one of the peg side panels. So, so Viper Scout says, definitely getting this looks great. I'm in the minority that really likes the Megatron Hiss. It's a good looking Hiss tank. I just, yeah. I don't mm -hmm. like Megatron necessarily. He's a, he's a little kidly. Um, Benjamin Kit was at Kokomo Toys. At Kokomo Toys. Almost got himself a thunder machine, but was holding out hope they do this sound wave. Yeah, it's um, this is one that that really there was not a lot to go on, rumor wise, and here it is uh, coming through. So you never know. Never it just goes to show. Thunder machine sound wave is in. Chuckles movie script is out. <laughs> for now, maybe it'll be back. It's been making the rounds for what, Mark? Ten years? Twelve years? Pretty much, right? <laughs> There was a, an article today about how the CEO of Mattel flew to London to dispute a scene they were going to shoot for the Barbie movie because uh -huh. he didn't he thought it was off uh, off brand. And so he flew out there and they said, well, watch it. We'll run through it. And I think you'll like it better. And I thought that's what I put up on Facebook today was this is how you should control a brand when you're licensing it out to Hollywood. Right. That, yeah. Right. You should be that much in control of it, and you don't see it that often. Well, yeah. I mean, and particularly if you're Mattel, and that's that brand. I mean, right. that's it's, Mattel. You it's know, kind right. of a lifeblood, yeah. yeah, at yeah. this point. I get it. But you should be that protective of every brand. At yeah. Least right. Anyone big enough to get a Hollywood movie. But. Right. Anyways, if you're catching us for the first time, welcome to the program. We appreciate you. Mm -hmm. Uh, be sure you like the video, subscribe to the channel, do all those cool YouTube things, uh, share us in your various social media circles, leave a comment down below, all that good stuff. You can see all of our social media down in the description below, uh, as well as our coffee links. Uh, we've got our, our dirty dozen subscribers. You'll see their names at the end uh, during the credits. Uh, that's a that's how you can get there. They are our swear jarriers. Uh, you can support us either through our link or the one through Joe Colton Cosplay. Um, 
if you're catching us on replay, we appreciate you too. Uh, make sure you do all that cool YouTube stuff as well. If you're watching us on Facebook, uh, be sure to leave us a thumbs up or a hug, little huggy guy. Uh, we do love little huggy guy. That's what that's what pushes all the metrics around on on Facebook. And, and lastly, if you're catching us on audio, uh, go ahead and uh, leave us a review. Give us a, a nice five star review. We need some reviews to get us rolling through those circles again. It's it's weird, you know. 12, 12 years down the road, we still pick up subscribers on the old Podbean channel. Uh, so so right there, we we know the word's still getting out there. We we appreciate all of you doing that job for us. This channel is going to get as big as you let it. Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, Lord knows social media anymore. Uh, as soon as you start building a presence, they'll take all of your subscribers and put them behind a paywall. So it's really wow. up to the folks who are already behind that paywall uh, to get the word out. And we, we appreciate each and every one of you. And every every little click you do, uh, just please keep those clicks coming. Especially a little thumbs up guy. It's right there. It's easy. But um, Cornelius McGillicuddy. Still- Go ahead, Mark. I was going to say, as I pop in, uh, when we stole those images from Travis Moody in a toy kind of mood, and then uh-huh. we gave him credit for it, uh-huh. is that is that how we're supposed to do it? I think when so. You're, when you're a Joe podcast and you're and you have info from somebody else, I think so. I'm going to, however, on the replay, I'm going to have to cut you out of this part right now. Uh, I guess I'd have to just just snip snip you right out. Whatever. <laughs> Uh, Cornelius McKellicuddy's got our, our first fan question of the night. You guys think that next year's HasLab should be a play set? Example, the Cobra Missile Command headquarters with set pieces, a missile, and the hydraulic lift. Um, no. And just for I, – I, not that I don't think it should, because I think that would be pretty cool and it would be something that wouldn't hasn't really been done before. Like cardboard Cobra Command Center doesn't really count. Uh, yeah. But it would be neat if they did it for real. Uh, so I'd be on board with it, but we know their feeling about playsets, right? Whether they're feeding us a line or it's the God's honest truth, they just don't seem to be willing to invest in playsets right now. So rather than fight that fight, I'll take a cool vehicle, whatever. I- I'm not, I'm not going to get hung up on it. I don't, I don't think classified's going to run long enough to run the entire gamut. So I'd rather they play the biggest, if we're going to go down the, the role the row of making the deluxe super version of all the great vehicles, then let's do a super deluxe, great definitive version of a great vehicle. I do think though that original headquarters is feasible because it's mainly hollow and there's a lot of empty space in it. So, and that's the best one. I mean, let's be honest, right? Even though the Terradrome is great, but it was, you know, twice the price and, but that original headquarters one of the best play sets of all time. Well, and that was I that was directed more towards the. Sorry, Mark. That was directed more about the the Cobra Missile Command, like the Sears exclusive oh, yeah. thing, the Maybe. cardboard one. But uh, yeah, I mean, it just it would be gigantic. Is is the only drawback I think to a, to be a big eighty three headquarters. It would be yeah. monstrous. Yeah, but it wouldn't be that big to pack up and ship, right? Because you could stack almost all the pieces. It's, I just think it's, I wouldn't dismiss the possibility for it. Yeah, if I mean, they in theory. Decide, but you need to, you need to, you know, a bit of MOBAT first and load it up in the base. So no, no rush. Right. But when people throw out the big stuff, they should do a whale, they should do the flag. It's like, nah, probably not. But this one, 
I think there's a glimmer of hope for that headquarters. We'll see. Uh, Jay Toygo notes next year's Haslab should be a classified Cobra Rattler with Wild Weasel and Pirate Pilot Baroness, plus a Red Mask Cobra Infantry Rear Gunner. That'd be cool. I'm not going to shoot down that idea as being quality. It's a good idea. I just, I, I, I question. And, and as we have each of the previous two years, as they have proven us wrong both of those years, let yeah. me, let me throw that out there too. Uh, but you know what my constraints are? That's entirely too big. They'll never do that. Tend to be proven wrong. Right. Uh, <laughs> but I I don't know how much bigger than the dragonfly this line can feasibly go. Yeah. I I just I I'm starting to I starting to question it there. Like there's a lot of Joe. Joe collectors out there, and there's a lot of a lot of space dedicated to GI Joe, but I don't think there's nearly so many of us that have like a GI Joe room as there are, say, Star Wars guys that have places to put sail barges. Yeah, you know. So I, I, I think I think that's a line that that we don't exactly know where it is, and and maybe they're afraid to tread, and maybe that's not a bad idea. Um. Sir James asks, so what are the odds the Triple T rumor is true now, too? Um, I Do you remember this one, Mark? I don't. No, not particularly. Rob, you remember this one? I think around the same time this Soundwave thing, there's uh, some people say, no, no, it's going to be uh, Sergeant Slaughter and a Triple T Transformer. Okay. But who, I don't know that they ever said who the Transformer was. Who, who would that be? Who would a Triple T transform into? I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, the color, it's funny because I, I was trying to think, well, who's a kind of grayish-white Autobot that could work with? But Megatron's all silver, and he came out of a jet-black his tank. Yeah, Bumblebee's, Bumblebee's an striker Friggin' so yellow and came yeah. out of a green striker. So, You know, I think personality-wise, who would work best as a Triple T? Brawn. I was yeah, thinking Braun. the same thing. That would be fantastic. Feasibly Ironhide. Same kind of stuff, you know. Whatever. Yeah. But He's a little small, though. Iron Well, that's what I'm saying. The, the triple, triple T is a little small. small. Whereas oh, that that, that works that works with Brawn. That doesn't work with Ironhide. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Brawn would actually be a pretty good army vehicle since it's all right. green anyway. Right? It wouldn't take much. Uh, Scott says, "I still have my Zartan, but sadly, no mm -hmm. top and no leg pad. Um, I have the leg pads to mine. His waist piece is is not in good shape." He's a uh, he's got some man issues, if oh. you will. Uh, so my Zartan, not in good shape. Zartan with no top just looks like a stripper. <laughs> not not and, a good look. And not one of the not one of the high quality Friday night strippers either. No, he's no, a Tuesday no. afternoon stripper. Yeah, he's a <laughs> lunch special at the Shake It Till You Can't Take It Club. Yeah. Uh. He, he's he works at the one out by the airport. Yeah. Uh, and not the good airport no no he works out by newark mm -hmm. <laughs> uh todd smith says i think the transformer collabs are great if they get us o-rings and great vehicles seems to be the only way to do it yeah yeah um jeff butler with alternating decepticons and autobot releases maybe the next one would be sergeant slaughter and autobot related Optimus or Ironhide? Well, wait, I, I mean, way to ask the question after we give an answer, Jeff. Brother. Good job. Yeah. Actually, he probably, uh, but, that up. 
He probably put that up before we talked about it. Yeah, it's been up there for a while. Believe it's going to be Rolling Thunder Ultra Magnus. Uh, Deal with that. There you go. Yikes. They actually had a a mock-up of a Rolling Thunder that turns into Optimus years ago. I don't know if that was public knowledge or not. Maybe I'm breaking sports news, but it was it was cool. Let me tell you. Uh, Scott says I listen to podcasts while walking on the beach. I need to find your podcast. Hey, we're we're there. I mean, Podbean is our home, but you can get us through Spotify, through Apple, wherever you get podcasts. Most of the time, you can find what's on Joe Mind, and the whole library is is on it. If if you're if you're on Podbean anyway, or on Apple, I know the whole library is there, going back to two thousand nine. Uh, so you can go back. You can hear episodes that none of us are on. That's how old the show is. Yeah. Uh, Dave McDonald, uh, welcome to the show, sir. Asks, has Mark found some new random Joe parts back at his old home? Uh, I haven't, but my mom, who's the saint, once in a while when she would come out to Rhode Island, would bring like a little Ziploc bag of stuff. And here you go. And I keenly remember <laughs> uh, an original, you know, year one. Uh, grunt M16 in there nice. one time, but but broken off right where, where the barrel comes out. So it was a, a snub nosed M16, which right. is illegal, uh, by the Geneva Convention. So, but yeah, she if she finds stuff, she brings it out, she knows there's value there. So. Yeah, a Phil Donnelly's got got he's picking up what I'm putting down. The uh, okay. I got a way to do it. I got. Agent Chuckles on Facebook says supporting the show on Agent Chuckles on uh, YouTube, two different platforms. Now he's getting it done. Uh, uh, Brian King says no HasLab next year. Give us vehicles of the sort. Nice, nice dream to have, but it's not about Hasbro. You say this week in, week out. They would love to put vehicles in the store. Absolutely. in love with the idea, it's not up to them. The stores decide what goes on the shelves, and the stores don't want vehicles taking up that much space on the yeah. shelf. Well, specifically, they don't want one vehicle taking up a quarter of a four-foot block when they could have, you know, thirty-six My Little Ponies or something. So, well, the only way you're getting large vehicles on the store is if you have four little four little letters on your box, and they're L E G O. Mm. Right. Or because uh, I know they'll move the Legos. Right. You know. Uh, Firefly, do you think the O-ring crossovers are a tie-in to the crossover comics that were announced? No. No, no. they've been doing these for a while. No, those, those things have been in planning for at least a year and a half. So I don't think the I don't think the folks at Hasbro would have necessarily known what was going on with the comic specifically. That far in mm. advance. But maybe they uh, saw the movie Enemy Mine, so they knew. Yeah. Just saying. Uh, Andrew Galgan asks, think there's any chance in the near future of seeing the Joe team doing an army builder figure set based on Hasbro Pulse, like Marvel Legends did with AIM and S.H.I.E.L.D.? I, you know what? It's a head-scratcher to me that they haven't yet. Mm-hmm. I, I think the further away we get from the standard Cobra Troopers, uh, the infantry guys and, and the, the Vipers. I think the further away from them that we get, the more likely it is that we'll see that pack because people will want to 
new new collectors will want to use that as an entryway to, to army building as opposed to going around and collecting all the old figures. We haven't gone complete. They haven't. Com I mean, we we are getting the the female Cobra two back though. Sure, That's sure, sure. Again, it, it like the Viper. We're talking about the Viper like it's ancient history. It was less than two years ago. It was last or year, was, yeah. Or beginning beginning of last year. So yeah, about two years. Um. Uh, Vito Ferrara, it's a, that is a fantastic name. Uh, Mark, which version junkyard that comes with Mutt reaction figure do you think is the best? Uh, the one, uh, the one that I got. How's that? <laughs> I, I Honestly, think I, I didn't know there were different versions of junkyard in the reaction. Figure. I, I think the Mutt figure has junkyard, and then the one that's on the joke card. The hey, stop being a stop with all the downloads. Mutt has a different dog, okay. so mm. I think it's got a, a brown dog. They're all good you, boys, right? They're I used boys. to have one sitting around, but then we gave it away. So oh. it was it, one of it. the the glorious prize package bits that we gave out uh, not long ago. Because we're generous like that. That's what we do here. Yeah. Uh, Jason Rose says, sail barge is still on my dresser. Tolerant wife joined Swear Chuck. Well, <laughs> thank you for all of that. She did or you did? <laughs> I'm sure she is still swearing into the jar <laughs> if it's on the dresser. But When are you going to move that sail barge? Yep. Right? Fair enough. <laughs> uh, X-Ray Bandicoot asks, uh, Triple T, does that stand for Totally Terrible Transformer? Uh, no, but uh, no problem. I mean, if they do what they do with Soundwave, no. Well, so welcome to the show, sir. And also to Jeff Bedowd. Says Triple T Huffa. Uh, there, that's not a bad idea either. Yeah, that's it. Triple T is Tag Team Terminator, if you're scoring at home. Which means and, it's the official tank of both Sergeant Slaughter and Barry Windham. Yeah, and the Young Bucks. No, because it's tough. Ah, fair enough. No, th those guys, th they are tough. I'll give them that. Personality-wise, they, they wrestle flawed. through a lot. Yeah, a lot of flicks. They, they they run the uh, they run the locker room like middle school like middle schoolers, but but they they are physically tough. Yeah, that um, guy. That one. Which one? One of them kicks out of everything. Can't stop him. Uh, Jay Torgo, I've heard rumblings of Super Seven dropping some kind of reaction vehicle or some kind of rumored set. They'll be compatible with the O rings. Supposedly something at San Diego. Uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, it's the same basic scale, so I think anything that comes out for the Super 7 line is is kind of compatible with the O-Rings. Um, I, I don't think the the aesthetic necessarily works. Like, the, the, the Super 7 stuff is softer than what we're used to uh, the three and three-quarter Joes looking like. So, so I don't know how well that works aesthetically, but I think scale-wise it works. Where they all work just fine. They already gave you a dog sled. What do you want? Great. Does anybody have that dog sled handy? Can we get a? Can we get eyes on this one? I don't have a dog sled. I liked it. I'm glad they made it. It was cool, but it was also like seventy bucks. So, yeah. 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 It was pricey. Yeah. Uh, is this from Phil Donnelly? Is this what you're you're referring yeah. to? Yep. The mock-up was by Don Figueroa. I've been online for years. I think two third-party makers attempted it. Yeah, that's that Rolling Thunder Optimus. It's fantastic, uh, in theory. 
uh, Viper Scout says it is not to scale. With, with what, real life? I, I guess not. No, I would think not. Uh, Cornelius McGillicuddy asks, Hey, Webb, have you ever considered doing a crowdfunding for a toy line? That's a nice, that's the nicest thing anybody said to me all month. I appreciate it. Uh, uh, the, the answer is no. Um, but if someone wants to run Eternal Baseball for a year, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or or who knows, maybe I got some free time coming up. Never know. Uh, no, I've uh, I've offered suggestions when approached on some other people's projects, but no, never never really had the end to to make my own. So. But I appreciate I appreciate you bringing it up. Yeah, I mean, we sh we should note that to any aspiring toy maker that Mark Mark Weber is available for consultation. Never know. Uh, you know, he is a professional, so pay him. Only if you like but, making money, though. So right, you. Yeah, I mean, easy now. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Hey, man, some people don't. <laughs> <laughs> some people got tired of me making the money. Uh, Andrew Galgan notes that uh, last summer the Lightyear ship was able to get space on shelves. Wonder what the difference is. I think the difference is that's Buzz Lightyear. That's a Disney movie. Um, that's a a pros That's a a, a uh, like that's right up there on the A list with Transformers and the like. Like that's you, you you don't worry about Disney stuff moving. It's more it's more newsworthy when they don't sell. <laughs> than when they Which do so those really didn't uh they they didn't so much they tended to get scooped up by uh by joe fans looking to customize stuff mm -hmm. but uh they also were kind of cheap like if you want dinky cruddy low price point vehicles to to represent classified by all means i'm not gonna i'm not gonna slow your roll but you know what what we've gotten with classified so far has been pretty high quality uh, and I'm I'm hoping that the vehicles continue that tradition. If they're going to charge like they do, they are for them, I, I would certainly hope so. But make no mistake, like for everybody out there fantasizing that getting the Dragonfly Haslab funded means that there's going to be a repaint Tigerfly on the Target shelves somewhere in the near future. No, no, because it wouldn't be nearly the same quality. Uh, those suckers would be uh, really. Far, far less expensive and far more cheaply done because that's the kind of scale you're dealing with. I mean, you're mm -hmm. paying a lot and there aren't a lot of them, but at least you're getting a, a, a quality product. Um, I, I mean, that those, those Buzz Lightyear ships got onto the shelves because Toy Story movies have a better, you know, it had a more recent history of their toys selling a lot better than GI Joe toys recently. Right. I mean, we we're going so on a, less of a gamble on something that big. So it turns court. out that gamble probably didn't work. So no more, but right. I mean, but that, that light year that as a property that didn't do well, like even the movie yeah. kind of failed. Yeah. Uh, but the but, ship, his ship's not bad. I bought that ship. Right. But I mean, in context though, if you are, if you're a buyer, looking at, at filling your toy shelves for the holiday season 2022, I'd gamble on Buzz Lightyear. Hell yes. Yeah. Based yeah. on the previous quarter century of Toy Story crap flying out the doors. Hell yeah. Yeah. By all means. Um, you know, if, if you're asking the same buyer 
hey, I need to dedicate eight feet of, of space to three G.I. Joe vehicles, I, I got some cold feet there. Mm-hmm. If I'm being purely objective, uh, I don't feel nearly as good about that as a, as a department store buyer. Um, uh, Scott says, uh, so I think the Dreadnoughts and Junkion should cross over. Uh, I mean, if the Junkions were bad guys, I'd say that'd be perfect. Mm-hmm. But but uh, sorry, I'm going through uh, looking for looking for comments. Uh, Jay Toygo says, "I would love to see Super Seven do something obscure, like a Cobra Temple for reaction, or that giant Cobra Snake cargo plane. That would be neat." Uh, I, giant cargo cargo snake plane is is pretty cool i i don't necessarily see them doing that for super seven but sure why not i mean they did make a giant thunder tank of course it was 500 dollars. right yeah or the helicopter people have pushed for that cobra troop carrier helicopter for ages it has a name now doesn't it the the aspen the aspen, the aspen? Yes. i don't like that though because there's already an ass right well, it's a it's a name. Of, it's basically it's like a Spanish um, viper mm-hmm. from the viper family of snakes, but it's kind of based in Spain. Yeah, so I guess would be speed. I'm not digging it. Can it I carry a lot? For, I did push for that though when I was at Hasbro. Can it uh, can it carry a lot of semen? Oh. Uh, so since Hasbro owns Void Rivals as part of the Dark Energon universe, are there going to be Void Rivals figures? Eh, I mean, maybe. I'm, look, Diana actually, Diana knows better than I do, but I'm not sure that's how it works. I don't think that's how it used to work, right? Hasbro right. didn't rush out a Quinn figure back in the day, they right? Still, think about, still, still haven't really. Yeah. No, but well, there was one that was pretty good. But think about think about the ones that Larry made the new characters he made in the comic that Hasbro never made figures for, right? Or not forever, right? They didn't make a Billy. They didn't make a Dr. Venom. They didn't make a a Quinn. And I got to imagine some of that. Yeah, some of that had to be tied up in the fact that it wasn't, those weren't their characters in their book. But who owned the rights for them? I don't know. So I'm not saying that they couldn't make Void Rivals figures. But there's probably a royalty to be paid backwards on that, so that would right. probably kill probably kills that one in its grip. Uh, Benjamin Kidd asks, "What about the McFarlane Toys '89 Batmobile? Supposedly that will be at retail, and it's pretty large. I challenge you to put the '89 Batmobile on a scale and put the Hiss Tank on a scale, and tell me which one is giving you more meat." Yeah, uh, uh, and also um, that's the Batmobile. Exactly. It's, Bat- it's Batman. It's, it's right? Batman, Batman doesn't need an event to sell. Batman no. doesn't need what a movie. Batman sells because it's Batman. Yeah, right. Think about your your most enduring, probably uninterrupted toy lines, just in general, right? You're thinking Spider-Man, Batman, Ninja Turtles, pretty much, yeah. and uh, and Power Rangers, right? With very maybe some whispers in there. Those have pretty much been on shelves for what thirty years, right? So yeah, I mean, there's always been a Batman line since the Batman movie in '89. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you uh, could say Star Wars has been running that long continuously now too, since it came back in '95. 
Uh, Jeff Butler asks, what are the odds Cobra or Super 7 makes cold slither figures next? Now that they'll have a faux 45 record at San Diego. Uh, look, this is the sort of That'd thing cool. that, right, this is the sort of thing that we, we've wanted Super 7 to do from the, from the onset, right? Yep. So I'd, I'd put it as pretty high. I, I, I look forward to it. I may buy that. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that, that might be what gets me on the on the uh, on the Super Seven wagon right there. As a, as a, again, I, I love that they're out there. Make no mistake. It's just yes. I only got so much money to spend, and that's that ain't it. Um, hey guys, in drag coming soon. Hey, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but Bat Batman in a different weight class. Yeah. So we're we're running out of time. Let's uh let's go ahead and roll into what we got in. Uh, Mark Weber, you've been gone for like three weeks. Yeah. Get anything in? Uh, they don't have a lot in Europe. Um, but out here in Bend, this is my guy, right? Skyworm's one of my three favorite Transformers, and this guy was on the shelf at Walmart. So yeah, looks like they ran out of purple paint though. Yeah, he looks like a boy. Very uh, Thundercracker esque. But at least on the uh, image of the character, or the image of the character, there you go, in the background, he's well purple. So they do know what he's supposed to look like. They just can't make their toy match their own character or box art. But Skywarp's my guy. If I see a Skywarp, he's coming home. So happy about that. And then uh, for the flight out here, if you haven't tried Nerds Gummy Clusters, Dude, you are missing out, baby. Let me get a <laughs> one here so you can get a look at this little bad boy. Ooh. It's like a soft strawberry licorice on the inside. And then every flavor of nerds ever right there. So good. That's it. That's what I got in. <laughs> how, how does it stack up with, with Big League Chew? Okay, I'm not a gum guy. So Look, that's man, all neither, you. neither am I, but big league chew. What flavor though? Grape? What flavor? It, look at the purple on his bag. I'm just saying, what's your preference? I mean, you, you don't always get what you want. I, I'm anxious to try the raspberry flavor that has debuted recently. Mm. Well, if it's half as good as a gummy cluster, that's a win. <laughs> there you go. Nerds gummy clusters. They're good. Rack time Rob. Rob. Excitement. Rack time Rob, what are we getting? Uh nothing. Get out of here, nothing. Uh nothing. That's a lie. No, nothing. No, no, nothing. Something. I no nothing. No fifty no 50-pound omnibus hardcover books arrived this week. No, no, I haven't bought it. Yeah, no, no. Just... Uh, I'm smelling bullshit is what I'm smelling. There's got to be no, something. No, it's nothing. Like I said, I I'm mean, like three weeks ago, clusters. I bought another bat because they were on sale. I mean, that's been it. Technically, it's a Batman figure. I, I got a bunch of stuff. Now, I, I got I got noticed that, you know, the payment cleared for my Arctic bats from the Pulse. So Yeah, me too. Yeah, same. Me too. You're not yeah. special. So anyway, <laughs> but nothing. Big League Chew has outlasted its reference material. Well, That's true. Well, good. 
Nick Adams. Nerds, are you talking about my kids? Man. Sure. <laughs> Man. Oh, oh, Nick. Tough crowd. Those big-headed kids. That <laughs> is Big League 2 stack up to nerds. You don't have to worry about swallowing nerds. Who worries about swallowing Big League Chew? It's gum, man. Just spit it out. Let, just let it go. Hot chocolate Big League Chew. Ooh. Terrible. Oh, man. I got to try that. I think they did that a while ago when we were kids, but like people were like horrified because it was really starting to get close to chewing tobacco. <laughs> I got to try that. I think Let's it was like Tootsie better. Roll, you know? Well, sure. Look, choc chocolate chewy candy is not anything new. So. Love Tootsie Rolls. Uh, Diana Davis notes that, uh, okay, at the back of the comic bottom of Kirkman's letter, it mentions Void Rivals as a Hasbro trademark, not Image or Skybound. Hmm. So, All right. All right. We, we, we may have to just put a pin in that one and, and uh, maybe come back to it at a later time. Mm -hmm. We'll see. But uh, I got some stuff. Uh, this past Sunday, I was out at the Ohio Toy and Comic Show, run by our wonderful friends at Roma Collectibles. Uh, so I made the trip out to Dayton. I, I got myself some vintage Joes. Uh, tonight, it was a good show for that sort of thing. Some of them were blatantly and, and horrifically overpriced, but uh, not everybody. There's still good people out there that are willing to actually uh, not not uh, gouge you on these things. And so first up, we got uh, we got a nice slipstream. I, I How's have that a, nose? He's got a little bit of a rub on it. Uh, but what I with slipstream, I have one that doesn't have a nose rub. It's got like a really good, really good dome, uh, but the rest of them is beat to hell. Whereas this one is a really good body, and I can just swap out the head if it bothers me that much. There you go. Um, and then from the the freak side of things, because I knew I I have no no desire to own the mobile command center, right? Like it, it's fine, but it's it does not it does not float my boat. The tackle box, right? It's just uh, it 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 just doesn't work for me on a number of levels. So I I, I went ahead and got Mister Ten Abs himself, Steamroller. Yeah, uh, just because he was uh, relatively inexpensive. He's in pretty good shape. He's got a little scuff on his hat, but that's about it. Uh, and that's as far that like I can close the book on on Steamroller. He's a nice extra guy to have. Uh, floating around the motor pool. That that is a terrible figure, by the way. It is not a good figure. I love, the, I love the, the junk holster. That's a good look. Right, right. Like it's yeah. he's got he's got weird like puffy legs. He's got too many abs. Uh, his his choice of costumery is is gaudy. He is he is the height of of you know middle of nowhere dying truck stop chic. Right. It's um, he he is a background player in Over the Top. That's what he is. Ooh. Um, or convoy. <laughs> how much per ab did they charge you? Uh, uh, about two bucks. Two bucks an ab. That's not good. about two bucks an ab. Um, but uh, Jeff Butler says he got a, a certain what's on Joe Mind clicky pen. I know we have a picture of it later. Um, and then also. Uh, we, we wrangled in one of these guys. 
1983 Cobra Trooper with his gun. So good times there. And then we got his... That gun, his, uh, black or blue for the gun, I couldn't tell. No, it's black. It's the original one. Atta boy. And uh, then we got to, we got his big brother. We got a Viper. A little bit of a scuff on the mask. Just a very little bit, but not not too bad. Kind of kind of looks like a cool goatee. Mm. <laughs> Some of the other vipers drew on there with marker. Right, just oh, he, was, viper. he was sleeping. They they, they went yeah. with blue marker on that. Drill one. Sergeant Andy Reid drew it on there. <laughs> they put his hand. They put his hand in warm water too. Yeah, just for good measure. And then, of course. There we go. It's number eighty-five. He's 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 a real nice one, and he was really, really affordable, because there's good people out there that just want to sell you toys. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a, there was another one on premises that I I had to let go, uh, because dude wanted seventy-five bucks for it. Nope. And that's a no. I he even saw me looking at it, and he I like. Oh, you want you want to take that one home? Like, um, not seventy five bucks, man. Yeah. And um, he's like, "Well, you know, that's what they're going for." Like, no, dude, I have here. four of them. <laughs> I not now they aren't. Yeah, I haven't paid seventy five bucks for two of them. Yeah, I'm something of an expert on this right. particular spot <laughs> of the consumer universe. I know that I know what I'm talking about on this one. And uh, the excuse he gave after that was it had its file card, so it was worth seventy-five bucks. Oh. I was like, "Man, I'm not having an argument with you. I'm just, I'm just gonna yeah. let you. And we're gonna have to agree to disagree on this one." You know what else That's has its file card? Three hmm. D Joe's. That's right, right. right. That's when you need to have the, You got to have the conversation. How much for that? It goes seventy-five, and you answer with dollars. <laughs> right, like I'm, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm not huge. Like the the file cards are great. If, there, if if there's a nice one there, I'll pick one up on that. Or yeah. or if it comes with it, I'll I'll certainly buy that. Or or be willing to spend a couple extra bucks to get it. But not uh, seventy five dollars. Yeah, I mean, it's like if you got if you got the original, eh, you know. Right. Like this, there were some of the the real common guys from that '86 run too. Like like uh, sci-fi and dial tone, and you know, it just dime a dozen types find him in good shape every, all the time and he was wanting over $50 for each of them. It was like clearly we got somebody who just doesn't know what he's dealing with. Was his just, table just, uh not real busy, I'm going to guess? No. No, it really wasn't. There were a lot of people around it cuz he had nice stuff to sell. Yep. Uh, but it wasn't nearly as nice as he thought it was. No, he had I'm going to correct you. He had nice stuff just not to sell. Yeah, it was clearly like it was his own personal collection and there's just yeah. Just uh, some some <laughs> some extra he, value there, sentimental what, value attached to these items. What he actually had was a kind of boring diorama. <laughs> and I, I do want to bring this up because we we saw we got him last week, but uh, Mark wasn't around for that, and I can't bank on any of my hosts watching sh episodes that they're not on. I'm on vacation, um, right? But um, from from uh, our viewer. Uh, cheapest big spender. Here is the 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 MC of Beach Party '86. There's Spuds oh, no. McKenzie. Right. He he's uh he's got a beachhead mask. 
Uh, let me let me read the note that came with him. This is <laughs> I know this is a rerun for everybody else. We got to get it for Mark. Spuds uh, this, beachhead. This is the MC beachhead of the Beach Party '86. Uh, you got Polly. Uh, Shipwreck and Polly had a falling out, and uh, MC needs help controlling and insulting all those beachheads. And why is he wearing his balaclava? If he wasn't wearing it, you wouldn't know it was him. Excellent mm. point. Uh, the tan ammo satchel. Uh, if it was black like the other ones, he might bring ammo instead of his beach supplies. So good good call there. It's a beach good, tote. Good call going with Clem. Yep. Uh, his ankles are wrapped because they're ugly. Do not ask about them. He's <laughs> got, got chunky ankles. Cankles. Um, he has to have his water gun to hose down all the beachheads. Yeah. Uh, they're on the so. beach uh, with those magazines on their chest in the sun would cause mm -hmm. some serious problems. Safety first. Uh, he's got a boogie board because, man, he loves to boogie. <laughs> so that that is the MC of, of Beach Party 86. He is not a member officially right? because uh, he's he's got to be in charge, right? Somebody's got to. Spuds McBeachhead. I, I mean, I, I am. Uh, I, I keep this. I'm keeping this on my desk because every time I look at him, I chuckle a little bit. I yep. cannot help it. This is fantastic. Uh, I'm also impressed that he sent me a poly that has feet. Mm -hmm. He just clipped right on the hose there. He just sits right. No, no help or nothing. It's where you just you don't go no place. So that right there, Polly with feet means this is a two hundred dollar figure, according to that one guy. So correct me if I'm wrong here, but the only place to get new GI Joe characters is from our comment section. Yeah, I think so. And he did a damn good job. So he it did fantastic. Oh, yep. Uh, Torpedo Torpedo Mike asked, "No, what's on Joe Mine discount? Didn't he know who you are? He clearly did not. No. Apparently not. Because he looked at me. He looked at me kind of cross-eyed when I said I had eighty-four of them. Because uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. But um, so yeah, that's what we got in. We got in. We're rolling late tonight, and that's okay. Because my God, there's a lot of news. Uh, so it's probably the last. Late. It's probably the last time we're going to run long for a while. So, right. you know, we, we, we're, I'm criticizing Yojo June, but once uh, uh, once normal July rolls around, I'll be bitching that there's no news to come. Yeah, we're, we're probably mm -hmm. getting pretty dry until uh, Pulse gone. Right. Man, maybe, I'm, I'm on the West maybe Coast. Maybe San Diego stuff. It's still bright out here, man. I can do this all day. What's right. Now, in, in fairness, just with what time of year it is, when we got started at 9.05, the sun was still out mm -hmm. for us, too. Uh, granted, it was peering underneath the uh, smoky Canadian skies. But uh, it's even earlier for P Torpedo Mike, man. You're, you're, Look at that. He's on, he's yeah. on Hawaii time. You got nothing on him. I was able to stare directly at the sun and not go blind or be driven to madness. Right. That's, uh, how, Matt, that's how Matt, easy it is. Matt Rubin notes that normal July is Cobra Converted 7, and that is the truth. We're up early on that one. Next Tuesday is our day. July 4th is our day. Uh, we will not have a live team stream at night. But, excuse me, rather, we will have a special pre-recorded episode for you that will be available that afternoon, and you can just consume it at your leisure, uh, depending on what your plans with the family and friends are. So uh, we'll, it, we'll just leave you with that, and, and uh, you, you can see it next week when it comes up. Uh, Scott says, maybe that's why that's $75. It's now rare because your collection. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, believe me, that that uh, that beachhead is probably one of the more common figures in the entire line. One of the peak years of sales. 
a popular character. There's got like there's probably more than a million of this figure on its own. Uh, so yeah, my my eighty five, not moving the needle. I don't know with your your uh, horde and the uh, proliferation of busted crotches. Good beachheads are getting rarer and rarer every day. Look, and the next one is Beach Party '86, number '86, right? Correct. Oh, correct. That is it is a, a special anniversary beachhead next time. Yeah, big uh, so, uh, Perhaps the biggest purchase since number '69. Instead of go, most people probably think, "Oh, you should get like a mint on card or whatever, or something really special." I would go the other way. And just get the raddiest, worst one of all time, right? No crotch, no thumbs, flopped ass arms. That one, so one of the few, one of the few rules that I have is that it has to be a figure, right? Like it can't just be parts, right? You know. So, anyways, I, I want you to get one with knees so floppy that he legit cannot stand. He just There's... looks passed out all the time. There's one in there that's close. Uh, but uh, Benjamin Kitt says, you guys have smoky skies down there too. Headed up here in northern Indiana near South Bend. That's where our brother lives. Uh, we have an air advisory today and tomorrow. Yeah, we're just outside Indianapolis. So, um, We are under air advisory as well tomorrow. Come to Bend. Everything's good here. What was special about 69? Uh, was there a 12-inch Joe called Beachhead back then? No. I wasn't born then. Um, oh, you were born? No, nobody. None of none of us were born then, dude. It was number sixty nine. Wink, wink. Come on. <laughs> wink, it's, wink. Nudge, nudge. This is a show that leans heavily on running gags, and that's a number that's a running gag entirely on its own. Now remember, he's new. Right. Um, so yeah, that's a societal thing. That's bigger than all of us. <laughs> um. So yeah, that we we got that bad Canadian air. But um, not often you get to say that. Right, right. But uh, uh, so let's go ahead and shout it out. Uh, Racktime Rob, go ahead. All right. Shout out to the studio audience, of course. Thanks for tuning in tonight. Uh, negative shout out to, uh, you know, Hasbro PR. Ooh, <laughs> Apparently, I was such a disruptive influence. Right. right. I'm, I'm sure we'll get usable uh, product photos next week sometime. Yeah. Yeah, it's not yeah, when they sent last week's. Yeah. A couple days after. Diana Davis finally breaking it down. It's a sex joke, Scott. <laughs> Be nice to Scott. Right? Be nice one, to Scott. One of our more popular segments. One of our more popular segments. Is it a sex joke? <laughs> sex joke or not a sex joke? Right. <laughs> right up there with will it float and uh... in, in innuendo or innuendo? Yeah. <laughs> Matt Rubin. Yeah. Rob just said negative shout out. Just give him the one finger salute and go. Yeah, you know what? That's right. That's right. Look, it might look in fairness. It might not have been intentional. It might have just been incompetent. Right, right. Oh, but yeah. Either way, either way, entirely tired of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I have a feeling that after all we went through to get there in the first place, it's probably not just incompetent. Anyways, 
Mark Weber. Hmm. I'm sure you have many shout outs. You know what? We'll just uh shout out uh let's see. I got a good picture this week of uh my favorite teacher of all time uh was a guy named Arlie Seams, who's my fifth grade teacher. And the field at the school, my elementary school, is named after him, Seams Field. So I have a shirt that has stitching in the middle that just says Seams Legit. And I wore that out to Seams Field for a selfie. Uh, and I'm not a selfie guy. I've taken like five in my life, but that was a, that was a good one. So I'll uh, we'll call shout out Arla Seams, my favorite teacher of all time. And uh, anytime I come out to Bend, I just there's very little left from when I was here. Like the town's grown quite a bit. Uh, but anything I can get to eat that doesn't exist in Barrington, Rhode Island, I'm there. So we're gonna shout out Dandy's Drive-In. That's one of the rare ones that survived the test of time. But stuff most people can get all the time, Arby's, right? Carl's Jr., Del Taco. Uh, happy to see you boys. So <laughs> you don't have I'm eating good in the neighborhood. There's there's only the closest Arby's is like 90 minutes away. Wow. So once we get up towards Boston or kind of diagonal of Boston, when we see one, we're like, oh hell yeah. And one day, one infamous fam family trip, we went to a small, small amusement park in Massachusetts, and there was an Arby's near it. And we just barely got there before they closed, like 8.58. And I've been thinking about that beef and cheddar all day. And I'm like, give me that beef and cheddar, uh, curly fries, soda, whatever. They all right, cool, we got it. As soon as we drove out, they pretty much turned off the lights. And we were 15 miles away got back on the main freeway before Michelle riding shotgun unwraps the beef and cheddar for me. No cheddar. No and cheddar. Oh. And we, were, we were 15 miles away and it didn't matter because they were closed anyway. Right. And I'm like, mother, how you going to forget the cheddar on a beef and cheddar? Did, oh. did they at least give you a package of horse, horsey sauce? I think it had sauce on. I'm not a horsey sauce guy, but I'm an Arby sauce guy. So it had some sauce on it, but not the cheese. Man. Horsey sauce is the business, man. Man. Oh, and I want to give a shout out to Jake Rose from the comments who says he drove through Ben last that's week. About, so that's about all there is to do with Ben. Come on. Heaven on earth. He's either a liar or has the most willpower we've ever met that he didn't stay. Hard to leave Ben. Have an honor. <laughs> uh, Cornelius McGillicuddy. Uh, Diana Davis, why are you telling the business? <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. But uh, what else you got, Mark? Is that it? That's it. All right. Uh, Dave McDonald says, maybe Hasbro thought you guys were busy with Batman the Animated Series podcast. Could be. <laughs> We got we got an Arby's within a mile of us here, but there's uh, there's a highway you got to cross, and then on either side of the highway there's construction traffic, so that that's the longest mile in the United States. So I haven't been to Ar Arby's in a while. Not unless you go up the back, then you only have to deal with the McDonald's. Hey, uh, Doug Dello's got a comment. We got I got to slap him about. Says I can rent at Blockbuster. I built that blockbuster. Thank you very much. 
That's right. Be, That's the house that Webb built. Be nice. <laughs> be nice to the swear jarriers, Mark. Legit. I could walk in there, pick up an armload of whatever the hell I wanted. And when they said, um, sir, I'd say, call Ken. And they would, and Ken would be like, redhead? Kind of full of himself? Is his name Mark? Yeah. Okay, let him go. That's exactly how that would go. So the last blockbuster, my blockbuster. Dig it. Let me know if you want a t-shirt. But uh, I'm going to give a shout out. I'm going to double Rob shout out to our audience. Uh, if you're catching us live, uh, if you're catching us on replay, if you're listening to us audio only. Uh, we appreciate all of you. Uh, thank you for keeping this engine running. Remember, if you're listening to us on YouTube, uh, be sure you like the show. Uh, we haven't haven't gotten so many thumbs up in recent weeks. Let's let's get some thumbs up going over there. Let's like the program. Subscribe to the channel. We've been doing a good job with that lately. Let's keep that going. Uh, comment, make a big boy comment down below. Share us in all your social media circles, whether it's Facebook groups or Reddit posts or what have you. Uh, let's get the word out there because I think we do good work here. I think we do better work than most folks. Uh, and and somehow they got more clicks than we do. So let, let's fix that. That's and up more to you invites. guys. And, and certainly invites. Um, but uh, want to give a shout out, of course, to to uh, Mark Weber and to the ailing Nola Weber, who he is taking care of. Uh, so we hope everything continues to go well there. She just continues to mend. Uh, to, of course, Ragtime Rob, who is here interrupting his busy schedule of nothing. It's glorious. Uh, to Joe Colton and that the wrist lock. Suck. To Joe Colton and the wrist lock, and, of course, baby Mango Habanero. Uh, we, we we love you. We miss you. We'll see you again soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, to our, our guest hosts who have helped us out over this past, especially this past couple of weeks. Uh, we've had uh, we've had Phil, we've had Mark, we've had rather we've had Phil, we've had Brian, we've had uh, yeah Mark was host sub hosting for Mark. Uh, we've had uh, uh, Troy. I hate that hate that guy. He sucks. Yeah, he's terrible. That Mark Weber, he's the worst. Uh, no uh, at all. So you know, <laughs> thanks to all those guys for stepping in when we needed you, and we'll of course continue to need you. Don't um, forget Troy. I didn't forget Troy. Okay, shut your mouth. Who? Stop trying to talk over me. Anyways, but um, what, what was I talking about? I forget. Oh, yeah, shout-outs. Yeah. That's uh, eh, you know, about it. It's about what we got. If, uh, if you can't tell, I'm very tired. Let's go another hour. Woo! Super chat. <laughs> Super chat. Uh, of course, shout-out to Brian, who uh, took the night off tonight. Worry not. He just jiggle, jiggled his schedule around a little bit. He will be back to live stream tomorrow. Uh, he's going Wednesday instead of Tuesday this week. Whatever. I mean, it. Would, I mean, we got lives, folks. Sometimes Tuesday doesn't work. Uh, but he'll be back, so worry not. No, no emergency. I, I think he just made plans with with his lady friend, so uh, it's all okay. Don't panic. Besides, that guy's on Facebook and Twitter all the time anyway, so I'm sure he already he's told. He's home me. tomorrow night. Right. He's home tomorrow, so just just tune in tomorrow. Uh, be here for the HCC 788 live cast or whatever he calls it. I don't know. Doesn't have a catchy name like TeamStream. So. But we're not here to judge. Rob. I mean, we kind of are. But <laughs> you kind of <laughs> are. Apparently, apparently, there was something just leaked. 
Right. So uh, we'll let Matt Rubin get get credit. Crimson Rifer, Nunchuck, and Retro Firefly just got leaked. All right. Been I got to buy one figure tomorrow. Right. That's been leaked for a while. So I, I don't know if that's in the I'll believe it when I see it file or not. We'll find out yeah. soon. But we're certainly not going to do it now with everybody on the air because Lord knows we're running long. This might be the long. longest one we've done in the YouTube era. So uh, for my co-host, Racktime Rob, Mark Weber, I'm your host, Mike Irizarry. Be sure to join us next Tuesday sometime in the afternoon. We'll get that figured out. Uh, it won't be too late, though, uh, as we bring you a special July 4th holiday edition slash Cobra Convergence 7 edition of What's on Joe Mind. And then join us back for another team stream the following Tuesday at 9.05 p.m. here on the Superstation. Till then, uh, you know, as our friend Vagon likes to say, Stay safe, and if you can't, be careful. Have a great rest of the week. Yo, Joe.